following is a collection of recordings taken over several days during the 2016 Olympics, intended to be kept for posterity so that generations in the far future may benefit from hearing what it was like to be in the thick of it. As such, some sections have been recorded before the results were in. Our apologies to the children of our children. Wherever you may find yourself in time and space, all that really matters is that... Transforming from binary digits into waves of sound, exclusively for you, this is the aggressively passive podcast of Alex Jones and Luke Gold. They're not sunglasses, but they are the perfect pair. No refunds or exchanges, this is this And then make like a bye. <laughs> what, what have you watched? The uh, the the cycling has been exciting, uh, and and has road race. The road race has had its uh, its ups and downs. Oh, shit. <laughs> See what I did? That shit. Ups and downs. So here's the big story that came out of out of the road race. Women's the, one. The women's one was that the race that they did, like the actual track that that they ran through Coca Cabana and stuff hadn't been done properly. Like, they, they hadn't actually raced it. It was cobblestones it, to practice on previously to get ready for the race. Uh, they had to fight, like, traffic and stuff. <laughs> um, you know, like, damn it, the stop sign! <laughs> Fucking... Is that, like, a three-second penalty for stop sign? I was like, yeah, I'm walking here. Like, I'm riding here. Um, so, there's a whole bunch of issues. Uh, there was too many inclines. Like, there was way too many inclines. It was just a badly thought-out racetrack. Baddest part, though, or the worst part was one of the women athletes took quite a quite a hard, hard tumble. Fall. I don't know hard if that fall? was the track's fault, though, was it? No, I mean, I I'm not a cycling sli- expert. It slipped out from Looks under. Looks like she took the corner too much on it, the inside and didn't and think it, it was as yeah, harsh yeah, a corner yeah. as it was. So, what was the other thing? Some of them didn't know what... Well, they didn't know the course. Well, yeah, so they didn't exactly. know where the course was oh, going to go. Can you imagine going that fast down a hill not f- knowing where the corners are going to yeah. I just get in the car. Yeah, like- yeah. So basically, Michael, she's gone over the handlebars and landed on her face in like the gutter. Yeah. It was. It, she's it's fine. She was okay out of it. Like of she texted on social media and stuff, so she was fine. But it was a brutal fall. She, really tough stuff. She had a pretty severe concussion and three mm. fractures to yeah. spinal. She's not something. dead. No, yeah. but she was intensive care for a bit. Yeah, she's pretty, good pretty hectic stuff. But the race ended really. It was really cool. It, uh, finished towards the end of the race. They had. Um, That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was a smart ass thing. No, I know. It finished toward the end of the race was... No, the finish was good. Sometimes it can be, you know, it can blow out or whatever. But there was one woman, I think it was the... uh, She could have been from Great Britain, but I I have butchered that. Um, She was out in front for a fair while, the last probably two Ks, and 300 metres to the end, she just ran out of gas, and the three people behind her took over. So she she led the race for the last probably five Ks or so, and the last last 300 metres, the the, the top three just bopped right in through. So they'd work together and they were all from different teams so what I was, was going to say cooler, though was that leading chick was she doing that for like a teammate no here's the thing because there have been so many people fall out there was like 200 races they down to 60 they, yeah they just there was coordinate the people anything, no yeah. well the people that were in the last like the little bit in there, the lead last pack, fo- the lead, lead pack group, yeah. which was just those four yeah. were um, predominantly made up of the second riders like they weren't supposed to be oh, there awesome so like there I were people that. that were like well fuck this is I wasn't up for a silver medal or anything yeah. but here I am yeah so that was really that's exciting the, that's always the part I remember when I first sort of started watching the Tour de France like most years that yeah, learning the cycling is, you know, you've got a team of seven, mm. but it's just 
you know, there's one guy that you're all working to get one guy there. Like, it's just that'd be hard to work as a team with, like, it's a dictatorship. Mm. You know, it's well, you, sometimes you have to make one choice, one alpha, who's and then it? yeah, you've got it now. And it's very strange, but, but you yeah, know, but it works. It's cool. It's a cool element to the sport because it's not really in any other sports. Hmm. So yeah, I like that. And uh, in the men's, I saw a bit of it. Um, again, I think it was an unusual. To be honest, I, I missed the men's. I only watched the women's. Oh, I don't know. all I know is that the Aussie bloke um, Simon fractured his collarbone. Yeah, his actually, collarbone. he did do that. I did. I did hear that. But yeah, it was. There was a lot of a lot of lot of injuries. A yeah. lot of cop. Who thought? Who'd have thought? Sorry, that cobblestone roads and ra- race bi- road bikes, race bikes would not go well together. Yeah. <laughs> who? Who would really thin tires? Really thought? big speed bumps. You can imagine like the, the Brazilian. The guys just like. We probably should have thought of that. <laughs> the slow-mo of them going over the cobblestones, because they're oh. all shaky, and that slow-mo of it looked like they were on those Everyone's like, ab busters or whatever. Have you didn't have too big a lunch. Yeah, that's Should true. we come back up? Yeah, so... so Cycling's been going off. Cycling was going off. I watched the small... One last oh, thing about cycling yeah, I will hit, say hit is, compared to some of the sports that I've watched, the commentary has been pretty good I'll on, tell you this, why. on the cycling. I'll tell you why. Because it's the same people that do the Tour, Tour de France. France. Yeah. That's He's why. good, that bloke. He is sensational. Is, he has got the voice. Do you know, how, do you know how I know? But it's not just his voice. It's also what he says. Like, oh, you know, he, yeah. Because absolutely. I, I, and he knows I, everyone. The way I explain it is when I take my... Gl- like when I, have, um, when I was going to sleep the other night and I had it on, hmm. I was watching the rowing. I had no idea what the hell was going on when my eyes closed. And I was, like, yeah. When I was watching the cycling... The way he was describing it, I was still getting the context of the race. It was, yeah. oh, we got a, a breakout pack of 10 that were in front and we got, you know, the pelotons broken up into two groups. And I could picture it in my head while yeah. I was going to sleep. the story. These, these rowers, they were terrible. The, yeah. rowing, the rowing commentators are ordinary. A lot of the commentary has been pretty ordinary. But yeah. I will say that the cycling one was great. It was, you know, I could, I could follow it. Well, they did that. That was that was it was it was a treat, you know, in in quite uh, difficult circumstances. What I watched though this morning um, was the gymnastics. Now, I didn't know this was a thing, but um, I found out that this was a thing. Team gymnastics. I did not know that they did like same thing. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, team gymnastics. So like one per you have like six events mm. and one person does each event. Yeah. So yes, and and then it came out and it was exciting. It went all the way down to the wire between Japan. Gymnastics is surprisingly fun. Cuz it's it's just what they're doing is so intense and yeah. like it's so articulate uh, articulative unlike myself and defined and slightly different everyone has different techniques and yeah, yeah. so technical and, and yeah you're oh right there's the, the different techniques and how you can watch a similar routine but and a different, different person does it and yeah you're picking yeah, up different absolutely. things absolutely i i get it's it exciting. the only one i really struggle to watch is the the one with all the loop de loop shit but that's um Rhythmic, not artistic. Oh yeah, that's rhythmic. Yeah, but no, um, but no, I, I have utmost respect for all those. Oh, those dudes are they're ripped. Incredible. So what was cool was it went down to the wire between Japan and Russia, Ooh. and then China made a bit of a, a smash at it at, toward the end as well, and it bopped the the Great Great Britain out. Um, was that booze for Russia? No, it was more booze for China. Actually, China copped a, a fair bit. Um, 
and you know, and you know, for obvious that reasons, there's some controversy yeah. there. But it was interesting to watch because Japan uh, won back in like a, a fair while back, fifty years ago or so, won like a serious like four in a row or something in this division. Mm. Um, but they haven't won for a few years. It's been since two thousand and four, I think, that they they'd won. So they were stoked, and it was so cool Who won to time? see Japan won, oh, and then just up. by by like the three top. The, the gold, uh, silver, and bronze were uh, the the difference was like point it was like point two hundred or something like it was it was very 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 close for was the this three men's top. or women's men's yeah yeah it was just it was exciting to watch because like, you're watching a team you know it's not just yeah. some dude it's like no this is a team sport now yeah and that was exciting it's I think it's the accumulative mm. of, yeah, of the yeah, thing yeah, so yeah. it's like oh you need to get an eight that's what I enjoyed yeah. about archery and so the yeah. shooting ones is that yeah I mean I can as a person who knows nothing about archery or, or anything like that, I can get engaged in this because, you know, it's, I know that guy needs a, to hit a nine hmm. to, to put his team in the lead. Yeah. And that's, that's the accumulative. Yeah. Sort of that's something that it's a team. It, it does bring the team building sort of side of the things together. So that was exciting. And there's been other sides of the things, obviously that uh, pretty horrific injury to oh, the, yeah, uh, to I the think gymnastics. Most people have seen that, that uh, bloke. guy. With, with Did you see leg? as well? Not great. That, um, and this was the funniest thing I saw. Actually, I think my mum said it before I saw it. I mean, it's a pretty easy joke to make. But it was after they saw that broken leg. It's like, what's worse, breaking a leg or having to go to a Brazilian hospital <laughs> to get your leg fixed? <laughs> oh, no, I hadn't thought of that. You'd just be like, can you just fly me home? Yeah, mate? well, and that's I was just about to say, the, leading into that, he got dropped into yes! the ambulance. He got dropped as they were so, like, him in the ambulance. literally validating they- that... <laughs> They literally dropped Holy him. Moly. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's uh, it's been one of those those sort of <laughs> those sort of Olympics. Been good, good stuff. I um, the gymnastics. The gymnastics. Yeah, I'm happy to to, to finish her off there for as far as the gymies are concerned. Today with the swimming, the commentators pointed out that the Australians seem to do less well towards in the the later night events because mm. that's during the day here and the time yeah. zones are all stuffed up. It's- and the only reason they do it is because for the American market. So oh, that's an obvious yanks. thing and that's bullshit. That's rubbish. Yeah, but that that's was known abs- well before. I know it was. was known well before. I know it was, but that is absolute bullshit that yeah. they can... So the Americans money swim great. Money you know, they're, they're swimming in their climatized, and yeah. the poor Aussies are now having to deal with trying to swim at midnight yeah. our time. That's- and I, I, I understand that's the Americans fucked. are the ones that have the advantage there, but other countries have to just cop it. It reminds me of... But you're not in America. That's what annoys me. If I was in America, I would absolutely be... You'd cop it. Absolutely. But how does America have the... How does America have the pull to change that? I know it does. And it just frustrates the shit out of me. It is. But I... I, As an Australian, I don't want to hear that anymore, though. Like, I don't want to hear our commentators making excuses. I got... The rowing again the other night. This bloke... uh, One of our... Uh, Brennan, the Kimberly Brennan, I think. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's a, a world champion. I trust me. I've heard that four hundred times from this bloke. And he was he was get, almost getting hysterical while he was commentating about how unjust it was, unjust it was that um, that she was having to to compete on this river, and she's a world yeah. champion, and this is not not up to up to standard. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, they like, did make a big show. Are the other uh, are the other four people rowing on a different river, or mm. are we all rowing on the exact same? Maybe river, just play, but I, I understand you know. that. Then they said, "Oh, she went out with a different boat. She didn't have her guard things up." And yeah. it's like, well, the conditions haven't changed that much, and these people have. Like, why didn't you just come out and see? Oh, it's choppy today. Yeah, we'll they had to these- borrow a, another boat from a local or something. 
yeah, was we, like how that. But and to me, that's to, that to me. There's odd. nothing there you can blame on the Olympics. There's a lot no. we can blame on the Olympics. Conditions like well, there's windy. You can, they can't control the wind. No, they can't. So but they did. They did cancel the next day's events hmm. because of it. It was just as choppy. So they said no. So whether or not they should have gone ahead with it, but you are right. At the end of the, the day, other chicks were the other the chicks were on the same, same river. river. So yeah. yeah so so I, I just don't like yeah. to think of Australians as winders. And you know, it's when I want to think about. You know, there's a lot of instances so far in this Olympics where Australians have been outspoken or they've complained about things. Yes, and most yeah. of them have been legitimate, mm. like, obviously. But I just think that was one where it was just like, hey, dry up, mate. Like, mm. everyone's everyone's on the same river here. Just mm. don't be a sook. So, obviously, swimming's been huge. I guess we got to got to touch base on how our girls are going. That's right. Taylor, yeah. Taylor's uh, already had her first... At yes. the time of recording. At the time of recording. She, yeah, at the time we, of recording. We, that's true. A week yeah. later or whatnot. Oh, yeah. Time of recording. She, we're in Tuesday. We're in the past, past, past. She's competed in um, one half of her individual events, the the 100, yep. which I actually made it. I had to amend an error I made last week. Weird. Uh, weird I made an error. We don't make errors. No, so we words. don't ever make research errors. But no, she, uh, I said Taylor McCown was the uh, 100 meter breaststroke Commonwealth Games champion. She's actually the 200 meter breaststroke Commonwealth Games champion, which I think is so, more impressive. Yeah, well, exactly, twice yeah. as far. So that's actually the the longer event is her pet event. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. She that's she fine, actually mate. she didn't make the final for the hundred in the Olympics. No, that's okay. But it's still she, a good her race. Her pet event's coming up. Yeah, see how we go. Yeah, still good. She made, she came ninth. So. Yeah. One spot out of, uh, out of making out the of final, making the final, and ninth in the world. Ain't ninth bad. in the world, you've got to handle that. You've got to be happy with that, yeah. and we're very proud of you, mate. Absolutely, great stuff. Um, and and Mooney's uh, had a few swimmers. Jake as well. Yeah, uh, had yeah. his swim in the breaststroke, and Leah will be up in the relays. Fantastic. So it's a lot more swimmers to come. But uh, on a, a wider sort of context for the Australian swim team, a really good start, I think. I think. Well, the first the- medal, giddy up. Yeah, you know, was was to. Um, Oh, jeez, what's his name? Mac. Matt, no, no. Horton. Mac, Matt Horton. Mac. Mac. Mac Horton. Yeah, Mac Horton took out the first of the Olympics. That's that's pretty, that's special. Not the f- for us. No, Not I'm pretty sure no, of no. the entire thing. No, the first, hey, I can tell you this. The Ooh. first Olympic medal was the 18-year-old American shooter. Oh. Uh, and that shit is ridiculous. Oh, you shooting know how little nuts. those targets are? Yeah, like, no, when you look at it, you're like, oh, I mean, yeah. I, what do they stand 30 metres back? Yeah, sure. No. But when you look at the target, it's like a 50-cent piece. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's maybe that's exaggerating, but it's very small. I really thought you were so, going to give the gold medal to Dee's nuts. Like I won't lie to you. I really did think that's No, what no, no. That's I'm I'm being legit too because yeah, cool. I actually noticed and I was like, "Oh, that's the first gold medal." Oh, well, well then that's our first. Well, he was he was our Australia's first gold medal. Mac. Beautiful. Well, well that was the start of of, of a swimming. I mean, like even the boys getting uh the bronze, bronze. In, in the 4 by 100 I thought that was great. It was a great. I mean, like you, you, McAvoy looked fantastic. Yeah. He swam a bloody good race. And Magnuson did a right. Our team was pretty ordinary. I thought mm. um, Chalmers was our best. Well, McAvoy time-wise was our McAvoy, best. I think McAvoy, yeah. But Chalmers is showing that he's a real prospect for the future. Yeah, he turned up. I, I'm, I, Max could have done better. I, he's not great. Know. He's just a, a, a marketing tool for, mm. for Channel 7. They, oh, that, we know that guy. Yeah. And it's just, and I feel sorry anyway, for him. Maybe he, maybe he looks for it or much. maybe he, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm not ragging on him. Yeah. Good on him. I mean, um, he's still... Yeah, Look, he's yeah. but I want to get back to Max' performance because yeah. to me that was well, I've heard people say it was a perfectly swum race. Yeah, you know, he, what yeah. I really loved about that that guy's got a lot, a lot of ticker, a lot of confidence. I love a lot that of he's belief in himself. Yeah. it's really great, and he's not. I don't find him arrogant at all. No, like it's that perfect balance of 
belief while still being humble. I think it comes back down to the fact that he is so close to uh, legally blind, it's not funny. And I didn't know, yeah, like, because, like, even, like, when they... Um, when they're having the interview with him afterwards, they had to give him, his, to give him his glasses because he can't see. And yeah. I found I didn't know because I've got you know, <laughs> you know, dirt off the shoulder, but I got twenty twenty. Yeah. So it, but Kate, my that partner, prag man. Yeah. When was the last time you had it checked? It's a little while ago now. Oh, shut up! I'll go check. I'm it back. Anyway, the point is, is that I didn't know when it comes to the um. Like the numbers when you know when you're talking about like how bad your eyes are, his were like part like seven point six or something, and like Katie was like that's bad. Like she was six seven point seven point two, so he was like worse than she was. And Katie is blind, so this guy like and like he's he wears prescription uh, goggles. Like uh, oh that's cool. So the goggles so he can see because he's he's bad. But I think that helps with that that humbleness. There's a tile. Yeah. There's a tile. There's a tile. <laughs> There's the big black, black line. line. Black line. Black line. There's black line. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I think that was that was kind of helps with him being humble. Is that he? You know, there is literally a physical part of him that just doesn't work as as well as other people's do. Yeah, and that that brings him back. But just to quickly touch on you saying that he ran a perfect race, I loved the fact that. He because of the way he turned and obviously the way you know, he was where he was in the pool, he got to look over at Sun Yang the whole way down, whereas Sun yeah, Yang didn't I, have to. I, I just again, I'm cool. back to commentary. Politics. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, but you can breathe both ways. That Gian Rooney kept saying that, like on oh, this way. It's like yeah, if you breathe every two, which probably shouldn't. I was always you're always told to breathe every three, so you yeah. so you end up breathing both on sides, so sides, you can. Yeah. Keep so an eye on everything, on. but I'll yeah, no, she did. She did say that, and I, I was like, was I cool. didn't find that. Well, it it is cool, and he could do that, I guess, but he could have easily done it the other way as well. <laughs> you know, he could yeah. have just if if Sun Yang was onto his left, he could have just breathed every three, or <laughs> he could just you can breathe anyway. You can breathe every side if you want. You'd just be real slow. Yeah, true. All right, maybe maybe I just but, I got suckered in. Oh, yeah, I, honestly, again, and I'm not trying to bring it to commentary because that's not nothing to do with it. But mm. I've just been the swimming has been horrendous. Yeah, like, the commentary, in my opinion, it's just very like the amount of times I've heard someone say moving through the pack, look at it dead last, and you're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, off to a good that. start, shit house start, and you just. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost what, like they're 100% wrong. What really annoyed me, just to hit on Mac again, sorry, buddy, um, was not so much him. In fact, it wasn't him at all. But on the way home, I was coming home after he, he won the gold. And on, on the radio, they were saying um, about how he, you know, he said that it was a, a win for the good guys. Yeah. And he was like, you know, and the radio dead set belted it as um, Mac Horton uh, comes out and after winning gold against yeah. his arch rival, that it was a win for the good guys. And then I listened, I watched the footage and the, and they've done it a few times. They feed them the line, yeah, and yeah. the commentator's like, "Is this is a this win for, for the, the good, good guys? guys?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah it's a win for the good guys." Go, oh, he strongly yeah. said it's a win for the no, good man. You fed and, him and the and line. That's right. Yeah, I saw Chris Reason, the Channel <sighs> Seven guy, go to um, interview Sun Yang, and he's like, "Mate, you're only here, yeah, because to sort of try and fuel this, yeah, this, and that's that's, that's exactly that why we do this, dude. Yeah. Because we're not here to manipulate people. We're not here to take." Focus off what's important to try and boost our own. Yeah, we're not. We're not interested. We're not our own agenda. Are we? Well, no. That's. It's just we're there for the sport. Yeah, absolutely. And these people are there to create drama, and they're trying to manipulate. I just thought that was crap because it sounded like he he made this strong stance. They said, "Oh, have you got a rivalry with Sun Yang?" And he says, "No, not particularly with him. I've got a rivalry with anyone who cheats." Yeah, that's 
As he absolutely should. fair enough. Yeah, that's an absolute. That's not fair a set. dig on on anyone. It's just how can you be mad if he's someone un- against cheat cheaters? Yeah, yeah exactly. And <laughs> it's like, like someone who's been this guy proven up. cheated twice. Yeah. And it's like so that's a repeat offender as well. And it's like I well, can't believe that he still gets to swim. That's that just disgusts me because well, you just think man and, then, and people. I like that. To be honest, I'm not. A, I hate booing. To be honest, mm. but I do. I have liked that the the fans have have booed that the drug cheats. Because mm. to me, that's the only way really that it'll force the administrations <sighs> to actually make a stand is if the crowd responds. Because these people don't care. As, the administrators don't care as long as they're making money. Yeah, and as long as it goes off and they end up looking like they've you know organised this perfect event. Yeah. But if the fans start complaining and there's you know, You're going to hear about it. That's right. Well, that's that's when the issues. Someone falls. said something about it. One of the someone high up said that they wanted to look to make it. If you've drug cheated, you're out of the games. You will never go in the Olympics again. Mm-hmm. And that puts us. That's a harsh stance, but it's the stance that you have to take because you can't have the way. The reason why you do it that hard is because you prevent people from doing it in the first place. Yes, yeah, from risking it. Yeah. That's exactly. Right. So if you if you're willing to try this and you reckon you're smart enough to get around it, that's the well, risk you take. This is the risk you're taking that you will never swim or perform or compete in anything ever again. Yeah. And if you are, want to take the nuts and do that, you go right on ahead. I, I think that's right. And I think and it also takes, you know, <clears throat> I agree with you. I hate the oh, is this one for the good guy stuff, but I, it it is good that Swimmers as well are speaking out against it mm. because it also it doesn't allow the administrators to sort of blow it off and just sweep it under the rug. And yeah. it's actually bringing it to it's the, in forefront the forefront and saying, yeah. hey, let's let's try and stop this because it really is ruining the spirit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, as like- soon as competition isn't fair, the spirit of the Olympics is gone. A hundred percent. And what's the point in being there? Yeah, I'm not going to go. Well, if you spend the whole time sitting there yeah. thinking, oh, the, you know, if, if the Russians or whoever, it doesn't matter. Are you know like winning all these gold medals, but cheating. under a cheating cloud? I, I mean, who cares? Yeah, like, what's exactly. even the point? Yeah. You know, at that point. So, yeah. I don't know. It just. I guess well, let's we'll just let's get away from that. Let's go back to some good performances. There's also been the women's four by one hundred. Yes, freestyle gold. That oh, was an incredible performance. That was Bronte Campbell. Fantastic. I mean, I know that Kate again went quicker. Kate went well, but Bronte's, Bronte's sensation. Bronte's leg run. was incredible. Oh, yeah, she absolutely murdered it, and yeah. um, you know, to, 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 it to break me their Thorpey, you know, yeah. coming over the top of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, it was, was sensational. They, and yeah, yeah, Dennis Kate, Lovell, Kate, Bo- uh, Kate did uh, swim very well. Yeah, they all they all swam really yeah. well. But the girls, it's it must be comforting to know that you've got two sisters who are as competitive as all get out, yeah. who are just as much against each other, but in a competitive way. Yeah. But then you have them both on your team. Like yeah. that's and you know, and they don't have to try and compete with one another at that point. It's just it was a perfect. Storm, yeah, and you know and to I, break their own work record to get a gold medal, all those things. It's it's what we you know what we really talking about. What you're saying with Mac as well, mm. man. Like I, to be honest, with all the coverage these two girls have got, that you know, and this is the thing that media can make you do. I got sick of them because mm. you've seen them so much leaving the Olympics. You're just like, oh my god, piss off, Campbell sisters. Yeah, but then seeing them, they're really lovely yeah. girls. They're so down to earth. And hearing like what you said about Mac when you've got something that sort of well, makes it just you a little bit you different. Earth, yeah, it sort know? of keeps you. I mean, have you heard their situation with their brother? No, I have not. You know, I mean, uh, go and check it out. I won't get too much into yeah, okay. it. But they've, they've got a brother who's in palliative care at the moment. Oh, okay. So he's very, very close. Well, that's to, why they'd to be down to earth. And they're, you know, like they said in an interview, you know, you can come home after a day of training and sort of be a bit, you know, disheartened with the way that training went. But then when you go home, you see him and he gives you a smile. It just no, puts things in perspective. Yeah. And I think that's 
all a part of the mental part of why they're such good athletes as well. It's that toughness, that yeah, perspective. Do you yeah. know what real toughness is? Yeah, have you got any idea what, yeah. what it looks like? And, that's, that's, and these days, let's be real, not many people no, do right. know what it's like. No, <laughs> I, I live the life of a sponge. Yeah. I'm... I'm just a so, big sponge. Uh, and, uh, and that's the Olympics. We get to see these, these people, people and, 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 and hear their them. stories. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's really exciting. Um, yes. Okay, I've got something I want to talk about. And I'm going to make a ridiculous call. And I'm annoyed that okay. today, Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the Olympics, Australia have already performed really well in the basketball. Because if we had first done this wins. yesterday, I would have said the exact same thing. I think the Australian basketball men's team can make the gold medal game. Now, I don't think they'll win it. Obviously, it'll be against America. Oh, USA will but I, in the ground. I, I mean, they beat... So, Serbia Fran- and Serbia. France. Fran- but that France team mm. that's got... Tony Parker. Boris Diaw, Nicolas Batum, mm. Rudy Gobert, fucking... T- 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 Tony Parker. Did I say Tony Parker? No, you didn't. Oh, but Tony, Tony Parker. Parker so these are as well. shooting so these sweet. Aren't, these oh. aren't just like, oh, NBA players. No, awesome good, NBA good players. NBA like players. Each one of those guys plays an important role on his oh, team. I just I can't get past watching TP play. God, he just shoots the jumper so nice. It was just you just watch him. It was like, oh, there's the Quick professional. Thing. Like yeah. he's the guy that is like. See, as watching- much as these guys are good, like I was, I found Parker just like. Leagues above. See, like, oh, I, and man. I think watching Delhi today, I was just like, wow. Delhi plays this guy's well. leagues above. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, Delhi well, played I, really I'm watching well. the Australian basketball team dominate. It's the best team we've had ever. European teams. In, in this, in, in, and in it's Olympics. only going to get better. But the, the way that they're sort of balancing each other, our big men, Aaron Baines. Oh, he's come out. stepping up. Well, like, he's had to. You've, I mean, imagine if you've got someone as influential and, and in the same sort of position as Bogut to to you, mm. you you're going to try and emulate think, your game a little bit. I think Bogut's a good guy and he'd take him under his wing. Oh, absolutely. I think he'd be 100%. Because yeah. Bogut Bo seems like the coolest dude. Yeah. But, um, and and he's played, he's oh, doing man. his part. And little, oh, that had three, a, he hit that, just shot that three. It was like, you son and he had of a, a hyperextended knee, what, yeah. like six weeks six ago? Six weeks ago. And he's playing. So, but if you had a chance to play seven country, foot and he's sleeping in a six foot two bed and Making we all sure, know this yeah. like everyone's saying he's complaining it's like well he's also just letting us know these it's are the conditions that he's yeah. that he's living in and still he's being seven, a- no, people be like oh he's pampered he's seven foot <laughs> yeah. like it's not <laughs> no, he's not a regular <laughs> human knees. man yeah he's not a regular human yeah. he's got like even if he's not a professional basketballer he would have to get bigger size things yeah because exactly because he's a giant and um and yeah it's it's um it, it, uh, I didn't know, but does Delavadova play point guard yeah. at, at the Cavs? Yeah, okay. Oh, cool. he's that. He's been. Tra- he's he got transferred to, obviously to, yeah, to, to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah. But he's play. Uh, it's been interesting to watch him I and Patty Mills. Delhi's play. He's just got a. Yeah, um, Mills is so good. He's got a, a good a good pass. Doesn't he have like eleven assists in that 13. first thirteen? Twenty three points, thirteen assists. But he's boom. That's that's it, sensational numbers. It's, good it's, on him. The thing about these Aussie players is that Australian basketball, until very 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 recently, mm. really didn't have any kind of name about it. Well, didn't yeah, have a reputation. Sounds like it. Whereas now we have a real reputation as being hard-nosed, tough basketballers. Yeah, every one of them in our Australian, in the Boomers, is seems to be of that mold. And I think that's what it takes for an Aussie to make it in the NBA. Yeah, you, you need more than just being you a can't decent be basketballer. You've got to be. You've got tough. to have that edge as well. In the when you're competing one-on-one with someone in a jump ball or a ball on the ground or anything like that. You got to have that. I love how the Australians give it all every play. That's what I love. And that's, you know, I don't want to be too crazy, but I, I truly believe that there's a chance that they can even beat the Americans because of just of the way that, just the, the, 
the ticker they have, the effort they give, every single one of them. Yeah. And they seem to be really, you know, you, well, just sense a team, you can just sense a team's really gelling. Yeah. Like for me, that's what I'm getting with it. I might be completely wrong. They might lose every yeah. game from now. But yeah. I just, I the way they're playing, the well-balanced team, mm. scorers, guys setting them up, you know, experienced youth. Yeah. yeah, defense. Yeah, that's defense. another well, thing that's stepping up. screens I, I are truly, but, but yeah, I want to get back to Aaron Baines. Because yeah. for me, like, he probably would have had a pretty big down coming from going to the Spurs and then going to Detroit. You know, mm. Pistons aren't great, but then just be living in Detroit. Like that, would, <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Along with everything else, you got to live in Detroit. Sucks. Ugh, so, gross. you know, but, but he, he made a good fist of it, I thought, at, at the Pistons this year. I saw him have a few games off the bench that were really good. Um, so it's great to see him. He's, you can tell he's hungry as well. He's looking. Well, for you've a got lot a chance to prove. That's you know, right. on a Get world stage, on a world scale. Even if it's not in the NBA, go play over in Spain. You can go. There's so many oh, different. He's a, you'd no, still he's stay a the good NBA, NBA player. He's, but, he'll stay there. Yeah, because the big man yeah. isn't really predominant these yeah, days. But true. it's still required and still yeah. wanted by most teams. So uh, he's he's really playing out of his skin. I I know it's crazy. I know it. Call me crazy, but I think we got a chance. All right, mate. Well, well, we'll look to see. And on the other side of the coin is the women who um, are, are doing extremely well, mm. looking good. I mean, like both games against Brazil and uh, who do they play? Was it Serbia? No, they couldn't have played Serbia. Oh, uh, man, I've watched so many games. I know, right? I, I know. was just like, Colombia? No, that was a rugby sevens. No, it was... They play, they're well red, Nigeria? red and white. Oh, Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. yeah. So, so yes. against the Brazilians and Turkey, they both uh, started off in um, the same sort of fashion. I mean, like both games, they were down by a fair few. I mean, in the the Brazilian team, they were down by about eight points in the first quarter. and then, mm. But to come back and to win on that both. That game was huge. It was. It was a Brazilian massive game because you had the... I mean, like... The, Penny say Taylor you, steps up she, when, when you need her. She is. And I didn't know this, but like she's like three times... A WNBA winner, yeah, like she's like a nut. Australian she's women nuts. have really oh, done well in the always WNBA. Always done well in the WNBA. Yeah, then that's what Lauren Jackson. No, it's a name of few. Yeah, and I gotta say the 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 Australian women's basketball team, I just think they're drilled better than the than the blokes and the guys are playing well. But the the, the set plays or the set moves, they're getting to the three point shot. At a, 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 on the on the baseline more often than not, and they're sinking them as you said. Like oh, man, they're just they're just making it happen. It's so much fun to watch. I, like I really like watching women's basketball. I didn't know I, I did that, but here I am. Yeah, I I, I, know, I like women's basketball too. I don't really see as much of a difference, but I yeah, just less dumb. I got it. I, I disagree yeah. though. I, from what I saw, the Australian men's team. Boy, they look good, man. They do look good, but I thought that I thought the girls look good as well. Yeah, I'd say that they're in. But I think the, the girls chance. are expected. Like the yeah, girls are, that's true. Well, look, we've always done pretty well with the women in, in what basketball. I, what I'm hearing is the that there's a good surprising. chance that both the men and women's basketball this year could, could be Australia versus USA. Hmm. There is a there is a good chance, or the first time in a long time, that those that could potentially be the outcome. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So uh, the. Rugby Sevens women's uh, competition wrapped up this morning. Mm. Well, in, last wrapped night. Up. Wrapped up. Uh, Fantastic. Oh, fun. you know what? I'm sitting there watching it. For starters, it was a delight to watch Rugby Sevens at the Olympics. Yeah. That's, a good game, mate. That was, it is such a good game. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. It's so much more ergonomic and, and fluid and yeah. inside passes work. Yeah. And yeah. it's just... And the women... So much space. There's so much space. And yeah. the women make it look easy. And they are built for it and it's so much fun to watch mm. that um charlotte caslick is i put a facebook post that no one has liked this morning oh i'll like it, it. said charlotte caslick is the best rugby player in australia 
sensational. I, 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 she just has I just, it. She has the game wrapped around her finger. You know, there wasn't. She made a few mistakes there in that that last few games, but they were absolutely yeah. shadowed by the fact that she played so she exceptionally was, she well. Was our team. But she um, was fantastic. I really enjoyed the her. The thing I like about rugby. rugby sevens is how well each player does the fundamentals. Mm. Each player runs with the ball in two hands, which, you know, these aren't cliches. No. They're, they're, they're for reasons. Rules, yeah. yeah, they're there, but That's they're why there you there use for two reasons. hands for beginners when but you're catching. She yeah. went, she, there was this one player from the final this morning. She took a tap. We were pretty close, but she ran. Oh, that was a good run. At too. her man. Yeah. Had the ball out in front the whole time. You know, and her eyes were all over, darting. You know, yep. Is she going to pass it? And she just, just ran, straight, ran through straight through it. it. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And good it, running. And it was. It good was line all, running. Led, the, like, ball, this line. led the ball with two hands. Every option was available for her. And then and took, she, just took one. And just took the option and said, I can do this. Whatever was open, she took. Yeah, she had some big, ferocious steps during the, uh, during oh, the competition as well. Ridiculous. We're going to go on about this chick for a bit. Oh, I think, sorry, guys. You're just going to have to deal because yeah. she was something special to watch. That you know? cover oh. tackle? Oh, against the US? Yeah. Oh, my that God. That was one of the best... That was, like, that was better than the Scott Sattler cover tackle. I'm sorry, but it was. Wow. Yeah, we, we, yeah well... I mean, as a Chalks Where fan. she come from? Where she came from? <laughs> yeah, she came from, from in- definitely further than Sattler did. Yeah, yeah. and and, and I mean, I'll right give it to on the because, line you know, and smashed right out. Scott it Sattler. was so great. Yeah, it was a sensational take, and it just it just further reinforced this hunger. Yeah. You know, like she, it was like I am doing this, and yeah. there's nothing you're going to do that stop oh, me. Oh man, it's all. Awesome. and then on top of that, for the Aussies to then bring that game back to twelve all. Oh man, was, I thought we were going to lose. I thought we were going to lose too. It was. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there. I was like, holy crap, the US are going to off to America as well. I said. I hope absolutely. Did I say us. last week that I thought America would do well in the sevens as no, well? No, you didn't. Oh shit! Because they have been doing a lot better in they the absolutely have. Uh, tournaments around they the world. They found a niche market. Well, in Canada this. got third, and Canada played well. I yeah, thought. Canada a good rugby nation as well. Mm. I always think that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they get the hard. They're end underrated. The so, uh, but like you said, it was great to see at the Olympics. Oh, I think it's got a sport that has so much to offer, and I'm really looking forward to, like you said. Having American people see the game consistently and be like, oh, that actually looks like a really fun game to play. You know, there's nothing like an Olympic sport where there's a bit of contact. Well, there know. aren't too many. If it's, yeah. it's either the, the fighting or this. I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah. water polo, I guess. And there were some great hits in this in this. Oh, sensational. That shot, um, the first tackle in the Australia versus America game, mm. uh, Elia Green got smashed and yeah she, she, she got she got injured yeah. yeah that's right yeah and i gotta say like i'm going for a, i'm going for australia but i was also was like that was sick yeah like yeah. nothing like an olympic sport with a bit of contact so yeah no i was it's been love it it's been a it great continues. choice and uh it'll be good to see them play you know back up their title in japan go to men yeah and the men come up next and that's um you know something that uh is, that's is, it for the girls now let's bring on the men, men. <laughs> what's even cooler and i understand like america you know like in, a new audience but what is really exciting for me is that there's young women in Australia and around the world who'll think, you know, and I reckon I can probably play that. Yeah. I mean, Caslick came from Touch Footy. There was a couple of them that came from Touch Footy. She's from Corinda as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think she was the one. There was here. one of them that played at like, the Corinda Tavern. Maybe, maybe there played you her. go. There's like. <laughs> There was. It may not have been her, but it was one of them that came from Touch Footy that said like there was. Mm-hmm. The pro- who was it? 
It's a Jesha like one, the one that scored the try over. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, oh, I played touch footy. Touch footy yeah. And like, I just thought maybe if I didn't, you know, if, if they didn't touch me, I'd have gone through that gap. Yeah. If yeah. they hadn't got a finger on me, yeah. I'd have just split them. Mm-hmm. And here's the game where you, you know, they get a finger on you. Yeah, good luck. They're going to earn it. You got to get the rest of the hand on there, too. Right? On me, mate. And I think, my, I know we're banging on about it now, but what was really exciting for me was even after they tackled, you know, they'd run down, grab them, but then back to the feet. Get over, hold the ball, That's get the penalty, and I am just is. going off in yeah. my chair because yeah. it's like that is That's just desire. It's, like, it's designed football, like mm. it's it's like the distilled parts of the footy that we love in like this tiny little half, you know, like ten minute game, like. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like so. It, so I think I'm gonna have to get down to the, when they play on the Gold Coast next. For sure, um, man. For sure. You know, Sporting Woods is definitely the next thing we could probably do as a, as, a, as a group. I am keen. Yeah, I'm yeah, because it, it was exciting. It, it was, was a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying that part of the, oh, rugby the, sevens. Is what's up? Let's <clears> go, <throat> Aussie men. Yes. After they win the gold, oh, I really enjoy the concept that for hundreds of years, blokes and women, I suppose, but mostly blokes over the period of time have been sword fighting. It's like a human thing. Yeah. But now we're at a point in civilization where we've like turned it into like, all right, we're still going to do it because clearly we really enjoy doing this, <laughs> but we're going to do it in a sport and you can't actually hurt yourself and blah, 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 blah. And this is what you get. You get fencing. And that's so cool. And they like, what really dragged me into watching it over pretty much over the fact that it was like, you know, two blokes or two chicks trying to stab each other was the masks Right, yeah, so everything's scary. set up like these days. And I remember last year or the last Olympics, there was some controversy because the setup wasn't right. So when they like hit, they weren't being tapped and that. Cause the, uh, the, I remember that it too. wasn't. It just wasn't good enough, the technology. Seems like it's good enough this year. So they've got like, you know, sensors and shit everywhere. But what was really cool was because they've got the gauze mats, but because you only have to look out, when you look in, they just put like a, a film on the front and they put the country's flag. So oh, it looks like oh, Canada cool. versus Venezuela. And <laughs> like, it's just like flag. two flags, just like duking it out. And you've got no idea what they look like. It's just like flags. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> go, flags. go flags. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was the best part of the whole damn show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, I could dig that too. I, <clears throat> I can't help but think like whenever I watch that sport, it's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> But geez, it'd be better. It'd be better if they were using proper swords. <laughs> like then, I'm in. I'm in for that sport. Yeah, it's not like, like James Bond. Like, yeah, like you know, diamonds are forever. Hand, like, like, oh well, maybe we'll choose these. That swords. guy's really. Yeah, what's he going to do with his left? No, um, it's going to be yeah. tough to pull back. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, stab through the chest. Hmm. There goes his arm, and there's people in the crowd. Hey, let's move in here. <laughs> so we're going to have some live in calls now. These people, well, look, they're about as much an expert in the fields of, of what we're going to be asking them to talk about as we are that's yes. uh, it's a lot of a downgrade since our last interviews that we had with uh, with the other uh, the, the uh, i'm optimistic i think mm. we're going to learn a lot about mm. uh, sports i look forward to it. about the people yes speaking of our our swimming uh, legends the swimmers that we interviewed all the boys interviewed that was leah neal taylor McEwen, and chris mooney their coach to give a bit of a recap on how they did and you know, there was some medal hopes in there so leah neal uh, got a silver medal in the four by 200 freestyle relay which is awesome. That's fantastic. I'll probably add in the cheers. Yeah, che- absolutely. I'll be cheering. Yeah, get on. I was cheering. It was so much fun to watch. I do. Uh, Taylor McEwen uh, won a silver medal in the 4x100 medley relay, which is also excellent. Hmm. And, and uh, sorry, so Chris Mooney obviously was their coach. He had another swimmer in the, in the Olympics too. That was Jake Packard. Jake Packard 
I've got a bronze medal in the 4x100 medley relay. So out of the, the 10 medals that the Australians won in the, in the swimming, three of them were Chris's swimmers, which is amazing. Well, it's really good effort. You know? Not even that. Imagine being the coach and having the three swimmers that you're taking to the Olympics. All come home with medals. Oh, it's it's sensational. It's a real it's testament. It's going to be like, ah, uh, I'm on the right track. I'm doing what's right. And mm. which is crazy. Like, if you want to hear about the theory and mm. the sort of stuff they do, listen to our last Olympic yeah, special. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, they go into depth about the sort of stuff they do, the sort mm. of things and the processes behind it. Yeah, it was really, really insightful. And it was fantastic to get an insight onto that world, which is something that you don't really think about, you know? No, and it's just good that it's been, you know validated clearly Mm. yeah clearly clearly something's going right in there yeah and i mean like even down to taylor McEwen in the i think it was taylor i'm pretty sure it was taylor and it was in the 200 uh it was her her pet event in the semi she uh, swam the fastest so although she didn't medal in that that event she did swim the fastest out of everyone and it wasn't a semi so you know it is what it is but at the same time that's exciting that's so exciting the fastest swimmer in the world at that point you know like absolutely fantastic thrilling really 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 exciting so to kick us off uh obviously yeah we're gonna we're gonna be talking to some people to get an idea of their interpretations of the olympics i wouldn't even be surprised if some of these people have not listened to our show so whole new audience <laughs> some of them i know for a fact have not listened to the show <laughs> oh well bugger them <laughs> they'll listen now they're like they'll oh, have to yeah they're like we want to hear our voices on the radio and otherwise i'm not listening I'm like, all right fine We'll do it then. Yeah. So they, they still won't download it. Yeah, yeah, I bet they won't. Especially Anthony. Anyway, um, uh, Samantha and her co-host Lucy. Uh, they host a podcast called South of Sixty Four, mm. and they are on the line now. Hello, Lucy and Samantha. Hello, hello. How are you both? We're good. Good. Excellent. Good to hear. So we're here today, obviously, to talk about the Olympics and um, and what you guys have have, uh, have witnessed uh, with uh, with your chosen event, which uh, which if you'd like to care to, to, to you know tell the listeners as to what you've chosen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are we are talking about the synchronized swimming today. Good choice. Synchronized swimming um, has been included in the Olympic program for the women because women's water polo wasn't actually accepted as an Olympic sport until 2000 at the Sydney Games, and so it was considered the companion piece to the men's water polo. Get out, huh. really? That's that's really interesting. Wow, you guys have done some that's research. Actual, that's yeah. actual Whoa, content. Come yeah. on. So, um, it has been, been top ten fact yeah. of synchronized swimming. <laughs> it's been pretty well done by the Russians since Sydney. Um, They're but, currently coming first, I yes. believe. The, so mm. synchronized hasn't aired yet. As of this time. They had Had, prelims last night. Yeah, so we've had prelims. Australia is uh, 24th, which is is last. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with us? I was feeling good. I was like, yeah, okay. 24th. As we seem to be in, uh, you know, the straight backwards and forwards swimming. Well, we're we're really metal hope in the women's water polo, actually, is a nice little bookend, I suppose. We (laughs) Yeah. yeah, but uh, in the synchro, not so much. Yeah, I saw us. We've done very well in the swimming, and uh, sorry, in the in the um the water polo. It's uh, we crushed. Oh. Who was it? China the other night or something? It was yeah. It's been lots of. It's very. It's really <laughs> crushed, crushed a little thing we like to call Japan. China. I feel like that was an average. <laughs> Don't worry, Samantha. They're not listening. <laughs> the Chinese <laughs> government's not enjoying sporting woods. So I hope. we've tried. <laughs> I've antagonized a lot of people. They respond so, to none of our mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah. Well, so the synchronized swimming has been dominated by Russia. Oh yeah, China. China years. is apparently doing well. In China it. is second. China is second in oh, the well. synchro. Well, there you go. I'm um, upsetting everyone. Of course. Um, so the synchronized swimming has it takes place in the diving pool, which has turned green quite famously this Olympics. <laughs> yeah. How's that gonna and, How's that gonna work? Like it's all green. Well, they drain it. They drained the pool. I mean, imagine spending all these years perfecting your outfits. For <laughs> I I was just thinking that. That's so good. Just like, we didn't plan for green. There's some friggin' costume designers in like each country going like, I didn't know there'd be green. I designed for blue and white. That's so good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Very interesting times, but they had to um, drain it. I think mainly, I I believe the calls were, they were just concerned for athlete safety because they had filled it with the wrong chemicals. Oh, but man. also, um, I, thought, synchronous- I thought chemicals were good for Olympic athletes. <laughs> well, not, not that it's the wrong ones. Apparently, it also smelled of fart. The venue has been dubbed the swamp. Apparently, oh, <laughs> that's not great. I heard that the I the the, the, the um the wa- seeing it. Yeah, just being told you have to perform in the swamp. <laughs> yeah, go on. Do it. <laughs> hold on, you're cutting out a little bit. I don't know if that's also hold on. I mean, it's probably us in the NBN. Well, that's true. It probably is an NBN issue, but it should be good mm. because, I mean, we're in Kevin Rudd's old seat over in uh, Brisbane, mm. so they were all hooked up with the NBN. And you're in Canberra. And they're calling live from Canberra, which we it's really could have made a bigger deal about. Yeah. Well- <laughs> also, speaking, speaking of yeah. things we could have made a bigger deal about, uh, during the Olympics, your last name is Gold. Oh, my God. It totally is. And we haven't, <laughs> Holy we haven't crap. said crap. Yeah, this whole thing is my show. Everything's mine, damn it. I basically won 23 golds. Take that, Michael Phelps. I own them all. One? Uh, And what are you counting as a a win if you've won 23 golds? Everything. Everything is a win for gold. I won gold. Silvers, gold. Yeah, I won. gold. It's I won, comma, gold. Yeah, that's how it works. I'll let it go. Huh, sure. what, what do you two enjoy about the synchronized swimming? Like, what aspects of it appeal to you as a sport? Well, um, I think the faces made during the routines were mm. always quite the raw emotion of the faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It's an intense sport. Yeah, for sure. Which is evident in how much um, intensity the the swimmers put into it. I mean, just just watch it. You feel it. You feel it. This Olympics, from what you've seen. What would you rate the uh, faces out of five Olympic rings? Like one ring to five rings. It would depend on the competitors, but the Russian girls, certainly, it would have to be a five. Ooh, five Olympic rings. Ah. I would watch their routine. They even walk in to the actual sort of pool deck in in synchronization. They are in sync as they walk up to the pool deck. They have the same expression. They have the same sort of... I don't know, vibe wow. that they're going for. Very impressive. So Truly that- the gymnastics of the state. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's my question for you girls. Do the men do synchronized swimming or is it just for the ladies? Well, as I think I covered earlier, it, it is meant to be the companion piece to the men's water polo. So the men haven't competed in synchro at the Olympics as of yet. Possibly mm. they a future Olympic sport? I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, like, why, you know, like, you've got a sport there. I mean, dudes are pretty competitive. If it's the first year in a sport, you'd think, you know, it wouldn't be that competitive. It's sort of like, you know, whoever I mean, wants to... 
sevens now. Why not bring the men into the synchro? This is what I'm talking about. This is it, you know? Like, it's not that far-fetched an idea. No. I reckon that could could go somewhere. Men are famously, you know, uncoordinated in terms of, you know, multitasking. Weak. Not good leg strength up in the air. We're banned from national competitions in World War II. What? Say that again. Men were banned from national competitions in World War Two. Yeah, they were like, no skirts. Can't have anyone doing it. Stop it. Go shoot someone. Hey, you two over there. Was that a... Uh, okay, no, you're okay. You two are okay. You're moving differently now. That's okay. <laughs> banned from international competitions, including the Olympics. Well, they... they it's not that there wasn't interest. It's that they were straight they're out banned. Allowed. That's very I'm preventative. Listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, I imagine it was sort of the case of, particularly, again, with Russian dominance, as a man, you were expected probably to go into KGB-related activities, whereas the women were trained in um, gymnastics and in synchronized swimming. Very interesting. Very interesting. Guys, not that I haven't listened to a podcast episode of yours, uh, but is there this much Russian propaganda on your show, (laughs) or do you just do it when you're guesting on other people's podcasts? (laughs) Just spreading the love. I forget the word out. <laughs> Russian propaganda as of yet. We've, we've spoken a little bit about Australian political history, but... Well, oh, very good. What are your picks for who's going to take home the gold? Yeah, you've already kind of said Russia, but is that Russia? Yeah, it is an outside chance. But, you know, it would be unpatriotic not to put put our hopes behind our girls mm. coming back from 24th place to, to is, win the gold. Is, is that possible? Because weren't there prelims and we came oh, last... Yeah. No, 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 they've got the te- today was the free round and they've got the technical duets uh, at midnight tonight and then um, they are re-sort re- of assessed on a scale and then the top 12 go through. So really they just need to go from 24th to 12th to go through to the finals. Okay. Uh, let's see how they go. All right, um, what, my good. question is, did they have enough time to refill the pool or are they just going to be dancing at the bottom of the pool whilst it's empty? <laughs> Drained and refilled it. Um, they had to take it from the warm-up pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> they pee in that pool. I have not heard word on whether or not the warm-up pool is now green. No, it's in, it's in the Maria Link um, Aquatic Centre. And the diving... So they've got the diving pool and they've got the water polo pool in the, next to each other. Mm-hmm. And the diving pool went bright green. And they were like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. It's just It just happens. Sometimes the pools go green. And then the water polo pool started going green. And then they sort of had to get a little bit concerned and apparently they dumped so much um chlorine into it to make sure that it was healthy that it was stinging the athlete's eyes and so there's been all this talk about and they decided just to drain it yeah i saw that they went too far the other way yeah 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 the ph levels were all off well, as um, as yeah, it is high school level chemistry not to upset them at all (laughs) they're they're goggles on oh no yeah Wait, really? What? So the girls don't don't wear goggles? I did not know that. They don't wear goggles, but they do wear those little clips that you put on your nose so that what? you don't breathe in. Does anybody on this phone line know why they don't wear goggles? Um, I imagine for the facial expression. Yeah, for sure. It, it is, again, the gymnastics of the sea. So that is absolutely idea- shocking to me, really. Yeah, well, they've got to wear the nose thingies, otherwise they'd get water up their nose. But, like, surely you can see better with goggles underwater. No, it's all about the expressions. The girls have explained this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about the look. And yeah, I'm not sure if there's any other reasons, but I'd say surely primarily it's okay. about the look. So theoretically, if we're a couple of years off, like, you know, spray-on goggles, right, <laughs> that are, like, clear 
and work just as regular goggles like for a one-time use, technically they shouldn't have an issue with that because it'll look fine. I doubt it. I imagine not. I'm not sure. Would it be considered, you know, an enhancement? I don't know. How can goggles be, like, considered an enhancement in well, swimming? illegal drug. I mean, swimmers do wear goggles, so yeah. quite possibly it would be okay. But the idea is you're meant to be able to see underwater to synchronise, and so maybe it's sort of based on... Oh, okay, yeah. ...a good athlete, I don't know. Hmm. It's something you could obviously bring up with maybe um, the FINA... Uh, which is the uh, federation. Anyway, we'll, maybe we'll get with the government body along with men's synchro. Mm. We'll get them on the show. <laughs> Friends of the show, the Australian <laughs> Olympic <laughs> synchronized team. I'd be fine with it if we start handicapping the vision of our floor gymnastics. What, making <laughs> them wear goggles? Oh, just, you know, giving them the equivalent of like how difficult it is to see underwater. Like flippers. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, put flippers on them. No. Oh, well, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. For gymnastics, yeah, yeah put flippers on them. Would it? Unless you're putting the flippers on their eyes. <laughs> like eyelashes, but just, yeah. That would also probably ruin your gymnastics a bit. Mm, your routine be off. And probably the same percentage. Look, this has been a very productive phone call, guys. Thank you for your time <laughs> and your insight into the wonderful world of synchronized swimming. Thank you for having us. Very welcome. Uh, thank you. South of 64 podcast. What's it about? <laughs> it's simply um, a year of thesis writing, but really everything in between that. Yeah, everything but the thesis writing is really... Because you're both studying uh, at the University of the National... The National Australian National University. You got that. <laughs> um, I porky pigged it. <laughs> you guys are both studying at the Australian National yeah, University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we indeed we are. We're both proud, doing proud students of the ANUS society. <laughs> just, just the ANU. Listen, they really could have called it like the University of Australia. They could have called it anything. They could have called them anything. They also refer to it explicitly as the, the ANU. So when you say UQ, you're usually just say like, "Oh, I'm at UQ." And everyone at ANU says, "Oh, you're at the ANU," and yeah. I really despise it. Yeah. Well, because when people said the A-N-U, my brain can't help but go S. Mm. I, I'll bring that up next person who does it to me. They do study very hard. That's very interesting. What are your theses on? Like, And then you'll feel bad that we're making fun oh, of them. I look forward to this. Yeah, man that hasn't been to college for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we do cover this a little bit, and I think both of us are sort of up in the air, but I'm doing a Master of Linguistics, and I'm looking at um, language policy and language use and attitudes and language contact, probably in... Uh, context of Belgium. I'm doing my Master in Science Communication, so both of us are incredibly poised to discuss the synchro as we did. Yeah. You did a great job. Very eloquent. Very eloquent. <laughs> in fact, um, yeah, we've set the bar quite high. I'd Ooh. probably rate that like a four That's Olympic a f- rings. Four out Olympic of rings, five. yeah. Four Olympic rings. I'm seeing a running joke building here. Mm, me too. Yes, it's just a hop, skip and a jump to <laughs> the punchline. <laughs> After the build-up. It's a basic joke. Uh, thank you for, for for being on the show, and uh, we look forward to further chats. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with the rest of the sports correspondent. Thank we, you. I think we might need it. Yeah, so we might, you. actually. Yeah, it's up. You both obviously listened to the uh, Olympic special before this one, right? Oh, yeah, uh, 100%. See, see? I told you other people were listening to it and the guests have totally... I, I was totally... I thought I was like, no, there's no way they listened to it. And Michael was like, no, 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 they would have listened. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. Thank you.
Sounds odd for Michael. <laughs> yeah, no, I told them. I, I was like, no, none of them have listened to it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Samantha and Lucy. What a cool call. Um, no, that, that was that was excellent. Uh, very insightful. I had no idea that uh, you know, Russia was very good at it, I must admit. Starting up strong, and I've got a real good feeling about our next uh, caller Who's as up? well. Who's up? Sports expert, archery extraordinaire, Anthony Pitts. Oh, my God. Friend of the show. This is going to be a train wreck. No. <laughs> he loves sports more than just as much as I do. <laughs> so this is oh, going to be electric. I think this is going to be my favorite one. AJ's, uh... Let's, let's see if we can get him to uh, pick up the phone. <laughs> the fuck is it sending out sonar beams? What the fuck's going on? I have no idea. Hey, that looks fine. What up? Hey! Yo, can you hear us? Uh, yes. Like, a loud, reasonable like, le- like, like, fine, or are we soft? Uh, no, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm cleaning my teeth right say, now. Wait, are you going to the dentist? <laughs> no, I'm got my mouth full of toothpaste. <laughs> this is oh. definitely making the cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are doing this thing now, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to and- the show, Anthony. We are recording now. But uh, we technically normally like don't include this bit where we call you up I and see how you're doing. To. Well, okay. Look, I'm gonna finish cleaning my teeth and then I'll call you back. How about that? That's perfect. That's fine. Okay. You don't bye. have to have prepared anything. I um, didn't. Good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to be calling back. <laughs> You reckon that's him? He was like, done. That's a rat. Put me on the podcast, boys. Let me just call them back to do the sports thing. (laughs) This is is the silliest thing. Better hurry up and (laughs) brush my teeth even Uh, faster. We really did go hard out on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we did. If you're still sticking around, that is an Olympic effort on your behalf. That is, you get five golden rings. Actually, I'm sure you've got a lot of interesting calls coming up because we've got Alex and myself coming up tomorrow night. Yes, yes. But for you, coming up in five minutes. Yeah, you you don't have to worry about it. Our next caller uh, that we've we've called is (laughs) Diamond Burke, or Diamond. He's our basketball aficionado in all things basketball. How are you tonight, Diamond? Unfortunately, I actually um, very topical um, mm. giving our conversation tonight. But I um, did like blew out my ankle playing basketball. Oh no! Basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm in a, a, a cute little moon boot. And oh I've got no! Crutches. Oh, you're yeah. in the moon boot. It's no good. What'd you do your ankle? I did mine at Touch Footy about a year ago, and it's still busted. But what? Yeah, what did you do, mate? I um I. Oh, so three things. Um, I chipped a little bit of ankle, uh, chipped a little bit of my ankle bone. Oh. Um, I pulled, a, uh, damaged a couple of ligaments um, connecting like my ankle and my uh, fibula. And um, to top it all off, I also fractured another bone in my ankle as well. So, <laughs> oh my god! Um, what? For, for four to six weeks, man. Like I just jumped up, went for a rebound. And um, I just landed, like, rolled my ankle over. Oh, it's the worst. Do the old where you land on it sort of on the outside of your foot and then bounce down and then the ankle sort of... Oh, it's a shocker. Yeah, I did the... Yeah. It's like a sniper hits you and you just... Yeah, yeah, pretty... You're cooked, man. Like, Mm. I was just like, ah, fuck. Like, I've never had ankle issues before. But, um, you know, here we are. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I'm I'm feeling you, mate. It... um, uh, The only thing that I would say would be when I did mine... 
uh, on the touch field uh, because I rolled my ankle a few times before then, but the last one was the worst. And I like to get off the field because everyone on my team knew I'd already done it once or twice already. So they didn't help me. They didn't know how bad it was that time. So I just sort of literally crawled off. And one of the guys on the other team I knew, and he was like, it was great. You like fell over and died, crawled off, and all your friends laughed at you. I was like, yeah, I know they did. It was was so much fun for everyone involved. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah. I I feel your pain. No good, man. Yeah. No good. No good. We're so, great. so uh, we've we've got you on the show for your all things basketball, and sort of to give you a little bit of an idea, listeners, uh, we get emails from Dima uh, on the regular during the the NBA season, and uh, they are both hilarious, long, so long, so much information. It's wonderful and incredibly <laughs> knowledgeable. Uh, very, very clever. Switched on, good insight, and um, you couldn't have think of a better person to have on the show to talk about all things basketball during the Olympics. So now that I've given you a bit of a, you know, a toss off, mate, uh, how, how, how have you enjoyed the basketball so far? Well, boys, uh, firstly, thanks very much for having me on. Um, uh, look, whenever the Olympics comes around, it is glory. The basketball in the Olympics uh, around 20 years ago, a completely different beast to what it is today. So, I mean, when you had, um, you know, back in 92, you, when you had the first dream team coming through, yeah. I mean, USA was running train they were beating teams by an average of around oh, what like 50 points yeah. and um crazy. You know, and, and that, i know crazy absolutely crazy and mm. now you've got all these teams who are you know they're not scared of this u.s team anymore they've got guys pretty much who grew up watching that dream team and now they're actually playing against you know the united states and yeah you've just you you get an incredibly high level of competition now so uh yeah, it's um, it's fantastic to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, it's been exciting, especially like I think the last three games that the US have played. I mean, Australia obviously was ten points, but it was a very close game. And then against Serbia and France, it's only been three pointers. So the mm. teams seem to have worked out, and you know, everyone's. It's just it, as you say, it's a different beast these days, and um, it's it, it's exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. Completely right. Like we've, mind you, look, I, I will have to disclaim that the US team that is actually on the court at the moment. It's it's crazy to say, mm. um, but it's it's not the strongest team you've got. I think you've got, who have you got sitting out? You've got LeBron James. You've uh, got yeah, Steph, Steph Curry, Curry sitting out. Yeah, yeah. James Harden. You've got Anthony Davis. Chris yeah, Paul. Like, yeah, so- in, 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 incredibly unreal players. If they were starting, I think they would be... Um, I think they would be punishing teams by a lot more than what what they are now. Mm. Uh, well, look, LeBron's actually resting up because he's like over the last like six years he's been in the finals. And then he's played the 2012 and 2008 Olympics, so oh, yeah. he hasn't had a break from you know his summer basketball. break has been full of basketball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, right. Um, and I think I think a lot of the other guys are it's mostly injury related. I think Steph Curry, I think, is having an in- surgery on his knees. knees? I think. Yeah, his knees got bunged towards the end of the season, didn't they? Yeah. Well, do you think yeah, these people yeah. injury-free that most of them would be likely to be joining the basketball team? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. W- without a doubt. Like, some of these, like, those guys are probably just rattled off. Oh, Russell Westbrook as well. Mm, um, I think he's he's actually not going because of the Zika virus concerns. But, oh, um, really? yeah, like, I, I think, yeah, yeah, that's right. But I think if those guys were playing, 
yeah, it would be a bloodbath, that's yeah. for sure. So, but, um, uh, I, sorry to cut you off, but um, the I guess the the standout as an Australian fan has been the Aussie team. Obviously, a couple of big NBA team names in there, you know, like a couple of rings in the last couple of years now in the team. So that's been really exciting. I'm sure you enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, the Australian Boomers have been they've been absolutely on fire. Um, yeah. So they um, look. To be honest, uh, I had a, a reserve, I had reservations mm. just about this, just because I was wondering they're a little bit old, they're a little bit weak on the bench. Delhi had just been coming off like a big playoffs. Oh well, I suppose he hadn't been playing too much, but he'd been mm. coming off a big um, playing in the finals, and so yeah, you know, I was obviously hoping if it was going to be quarters or semis, you know, be pretty happy with that. My God, they've been taking it to everybody. Um, they absolutely punished France. They mm. made France look like a second-rate team. Serbia, they were playing out of their minds. And, yeah, they, they took it to the States as well. They definitely did Australia proud, that's for sure. Yeah, and that French team wasn't a... It's not a pushover team. I mean, there's a lot of really big-name French basketballers in that team, you know, let alone Tony Parker, but there's, you know, so many more. Yeah, yeah. Um, that French team, I mean, who have you got? You've got all kinds of fun guys. You've got uh, Joffrey Laverne, who plays for the Nuggets. You've yep. got Boris Diaw, who plays for the Spurs. Um, Rudy Gobert, who plays for the Jazz, like a massive big shot blocker who's been... You know, runner-up and defensive player of the year voting in the NBA. So they're definitely no pushover at all. Yeah. Um, it's just, like I said, Australia's Australia's got that chemistry. I think I do, what I've definitely noticed is um, how much Delhi has improved from oh. you see him playing the 2012 Olympics and you see him playing the 2016 Olympics. He's he's played in the NBA for a couple of years now and he's he's got that NBA conditioning. He's much quicker. His shot gets up very quick. And it, he and Bogut have this immense chemistry where yeah. he, he always finds Bogut at the right time and beautiful to watch. Great. Uh, everybody's playing great. It's a great team. Well, yeah, they've both got... Um, I've been really impressed with both of their assists games. Like, Bogut just has such a... His pass is a bullet. And it you know it hits the man on the chest and it's or wherever it has to be and it's 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 fun to watch you know you're watching Delhi you know put up you know uh, alley oops to Bogan I mean you're not going to see that in the NBA so that's that's yeah it's been fun to watch that yeah definitely look it's Andrew Bogut has been he's a criminally underrated passer mm. he had myriad of injuries I suppose over the last uh, it's been like five or six years but. People, I think people forget that through the mid two thousands and late two thousands, Andrew Bogut was, you know, he was averaging twenty points, ten rebounds, five assists. He's yeah, uh, like with the with those Bucks teams of yesteryear. But um, you know, immensely gifted passer. You can run him up the top of the key, and he can start and facilitate the offense. Yeah, he is fantastic to watch. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And I must admit, like you know, we we can touch base on it. But I thought the um, the Opals were doing really, really well this in this season as well. This Olympics. I mean, you know, Liz Cambridge as um, she's she's a marvel to watch. It's really enjoying having a big person in there and at centre to, to to be able to make those shots has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, um, Liz uh, Liz Cambridge. She um, oh, look, she stands out from the rest of the crowd. I mean, obviously given her size, but um, yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Look, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, literally, she um, she makes such an impact. But yeah, I mean the uh, the Opals themselves, they've been pushed a couple of times. I know yeah. against um, Japan, Japan, they were. Yeah, Demon, just to let Michael in, because I don't know if you may or may not know this, but the Opals are basically, yeah, they're they're on par with the. Would you say they're on par with the American female team, or they're they're, they're pretty much they're, they're neck and neck? The US are very, very, very good, but the Opals are, are they're a good second. And yeah, yeah. They're, 
They're a clear second, definitely. Yeah, so they, but they, I knew they were good. No, but, but they're a clear second. And the Japanese yeah, team took them down in the third quarter, between third and fourth quarter, uh, the third quarter period. They were 14 points down to Japan. And, you know, I, I, I really liked uh, Jackson, Lauren Jackson in the, in the, um, in the commentary box. And she was like, no, nah, we still got this. And I was watching it like, are you serious? <laughs> like they're 14 points behind. And, and then, uh, you know, they, they, they lost the first one. So they were 16 points behind with about what, 10 minutes to go or nine minutes to go. And Liz Cambridge just went nuts. She went on a Cambridge ram- rampage. It was yeah, Cambridge <laughs> rampage. And I'm there like Cambridge, Cambridge rampage. rampage. Yeah, I know. And I can't believe if no one's used that yet, then yeah. I look forward to being the guy that like ends up on Fox News or whatever. And they're like Cambridge rampage. And anyway, but yeah, she went that, nuts. That, no, mate, that's 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 impressive. I'll I'll have to incorporate Cam Cambridge. Cambridge is a Cambridge. How, how do you Cambridge? It's Cambridge. Cambridge rampage. It works. It works. Rampage. I promise you, when you look at it, it spells better than it says. So just just keep it like that. But yeah, she went nuts in that game. It was amazing. And they went on to win. Australia went on to win. That's beautiful. Sensational. I know. Yeah, that's right. No, um, look, the the Aussie girls have definitely been doing us proud. And I know they also came back. They were playing Belarus. um, Mm. I think it was yesterday. And they came from, I think they were down 13 points. And they managed to make their way back as well. So, yeah, the, the girls know how to fight. Yeah, look, I th- obviously, the U.S. still looms yeah, as a massive challenge. Um, yeah. It's like in the men's draw as well. Mm. So, look, they have they have played them like in the last couple of Olympics and, you know, haven't been able to take away, you know, that gold medal. But uh, just like some of these other teams in the men's draw, like you, no, nobody's scared of the U.S. anymore. Mm. It, there was this big stigma, like, you, you know, maybe... Those 20 years ago, like I was saying, mm. you know, it's like, oh, you'd hold the US in a higher, higher deity, as a higher deity, but, um, you know, it, it's a different ball game these days. What's your favourite aspect of the basketball at the Olympics? Like, if you had to pick, like, one or two things that you really enjoy about that over, like, just regular season basketball? Oh, it, look, I, I must say, obviously, it, it's great seeing the Aussie guys uh, going and getting up. And yeah. the, the opportunity that you get to see... Um, like I suppose the world's top talent play uh, for their country, it, it's it's out of this world. But I mean, you can see you see all these great countries that are coming through. Uh, you know, like Serbia and France and Spain, like they they've been fielding strong teams for years. But at the end of the day, my my Olympics viewing time is a lot of it is the dream team, and yeah. um, it, it, it's purely because. You know, you fantasize about when you're a basketball fan, you fantasize about, you know, could you imagine if you had, uh, you know, this X player on your team? Could you imagine yeah. if you had Y player on that team too? Yeah, and cool. um, if the, the dream team makes it reality. Like, you, you get the opportunity to watch, like, the highest level of basketball that I suppose a US team can put out. Um, and it's same for the every, every other country too, as well. But yeah, it, it's just. In terms of seeing players from different teams uh, playing with each other, that sounded awfully that's, wrong. That's a pretty good sporting <laughs> yeah, woods yeah. sort of. That's, yeah. le- that's, that's <laughs> the level we're In terms running. of the different styles competing, oh, nice. uh, how many rings would you give it? How many Olympic rings out of five uh, would you give it? Oh, of the different teams competing? Or just like all just the, for the quality wait, of wait. different styles, like how much enjoyment are you getting out of it on a scale of one ring oh, to no. five rings? Ah, uh, it's five rings, boys. Yeah, five, that's five, great to hear. five golden rings. Yes, <laughs> five Boom. golden rings. That's for sure. Fantastic. Um, yeah, oh, honestly, like I said, you, you you've got the world championships that you know. You, so the world championships are held every four years, but the two year 
gap in between the Olympics. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I explained that very poorly, but um, alternating <laughs> okay, every two it. years between the championships and the Olympics. And so what the, even though you've got like all the top players, they play in that. Um, I know the US team, they get a little bit freaky and they might try. Um, I know in the 2014 championships, they, were, they threw out like a lot of, not unknown players, but a couple of the younger young guys fellas, just yeah. to see what, yeah, yeah, the young fellas. So like Steph Curry was playing there and Kyrie Irving and like Boogie Cousins and Andre Drummond, like guys who hadn't really gotten any Team USA experience. But yeah, when you come to the Olympics, it's the big boys come out uh, like, Kevin Durant and yeah, Carmelo uh, Anthony. And oh my God! Carmelo hasn't, hasn't he played well? Well, against Australia, he turned up nine threes. And I was just watching, just like, oh, what do you do with this guy? And he's like, I'm Carmelo Anthony. I don't care. He, he is an absolute pleasure to watch. He is one of the. He, he's obviously been in because he was in the same draft as LeBron James. Yeah, uh, he was picked two picks after him. He's always. Oh, I think people have said, oh, you know, not as good as LeBron or whatever. And Carmelo is an absolute pleasure to watch. Like, he yeah. gets his shot up so quick. And so because of what another distinction I should make to the um, Sporting Woods viewers is that in the NBA, you've got the three-point line is around, uh, I think it's about probably converting to, you know, converting to meters. I think it's around 11 meters okay. out from the hoop. That's yes. the three-point line. Yeah. And then with the FIBA, FIBA rules, it's probably closer to about nine or ten meters so yeah. there's a little gap oh. so it's the three-point line is actually closer yeah. to the basket yeah and so Car- carmelo's long twos actually turn into three pointers so even he, he, he gets ridiculed in the nba for those long twos which is in a very inefficient shot yet because of the FIBA rules he looks like an absolute god and <laughs> yeah. it just knocks him down that's incredible and- it's the best because you're like yeah that's two points in the NBA and imagine, imagine being Carmelo he'd be like they changed the rules for me this is great <laughs> I know I know he's absolutely <laughs> loving it but yeah he is um, he is absolutely feasting on the shorter line he's also um, in just in the with the uh, guys he's playing against like he's playing a lot of the power forwards and centres that the other teams field so they've got like Big bangers. So you've got like Andrew Bogut for Australia. You've got Pau Gasol. You've got yeah. like some of the um, Serbian guys like Radulica and Jokic. Like they're, they're big bangers. So like big seven footers. Um, might not still like pretty quick, but not as nimble as Carmelo. So yeah. Carmelo has been playing against them, and so all he needs to do is you know he steps out near the three point line, catches a pass from Kyrie Irving, and take a shot. Puts up a shot, and it's normally money. I know in the Australia vs. USA game, um, what happened was Kyrie and Carmelo just kept on exploiting a pick and roll, mm. and it left Aaron Baines guarding Carmelo Anthony, and that's not an ideal option. Aaron Baines is just a little bit too, is not as quick, and he can't keep up with Carmelo. Yeah. So Carmelo just he went to town on well, it. Well, they, they, so, they uh, look like they tried to, to yeah, almost lay off him and sort of give him that shot and, 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 and to, to, I guess, compensate to let Bogut sort of hang about under the net and sort of run that sort of blocking area. But that was at the detriment, of course, of leaving Carmelo Anthony open. So, you know, I guess they, I know. They, had to, they had to spin the plates and they sort of chose one and not the other. And, you know, he just happened to have an absolute ripping game. So... Yeah, it was good fun to watch, though. I must admit, that was a really good game. And I really enjoyed what Bogut said after the game. It was so good. So just in case you didn't hear, Michael, they're like, basically, you know, that's the first game we've you know, we, we've given it to the, the, you know, the, the US and ages. Everyone's real proud that we did so well, blah, blah. And they came off the field and they're like, Andrew Bogut, how did you feel about that? And he was like, yeah, 
could have been better, <laughs> didn't win, so it doesn't count, whatever. And it's like, that's an NBA player right there. Like, there's mm. a competitor. It's like, we lost, so whatever. And it's like, yeah, right on, man. Like, I know that we'd like you to be, you know, excited that we're proud of you and all that, but at the end of the day, he's there to win. Like, that's, and I don't know, I kind of like that. Yeah, no, Bogey, um, Bogey's very brash with the media. Like, yeah, mm. he, he'll be he'll be brutally honest, and I think credit to him. And I think it, it comes back to the point I was saying. Like, nobody's really, nobody's as scared of the US as, as they were, like, you know, 20 years ago mm. and so everybody these top teams like Spain and Serbia Australia France um, Argentina um, it, their goal is winning and so that, that's what makes this tournament even more fun because everybody's out there and they're balling out and they they want to win the gold that's yeah. the ultimate goal well that's my that's my, my I guess my finishing question here uh, who's who's your pick for the final who do you think will be in the final <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I think US does take this one out, boys. No problems at all. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, uh, Demon. It's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, no problems. Thanks for having me, guys. It's yeah, that was full of content. It's very unusual for the show. Yeah, it's really unusual. Yeah. You're making us look really bad, man. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> like, oh shit, he's making a lot of good points yeah, there. That makes sense. Oh, he hasn't made a dick oh, joke yet. What's going on? Common sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yes, but thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problems, guys. Wow, so yeah, that was Dima. That was another excellent one in a row. Yeah. I'm shocked at the quality of our correspondence to start with. So far, it's um, it's definitely exceeding my expectations. Yeah, we didn't have low expectations for this at all. We- no, 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 no. Well, um, we, maybe we went we went hard too early. Maybe that's our thing. Maybe that's yeah, the end well, of let's, the good stuff. Let's, let's, hope let's hope not. not. Let's hope not. Let's hope it keeps on. They keep the trainer running. Uh, cool. Well, our next caller is a friend of the show, Philip Hunt who's going to chat to us about all the punchy sports, which is, you know, normally my area of expertise on the uh, cricket podcast that we also do. (laughs) Yeah, but you're into the sports entertainment side of the punchy side of things. That's very true. That's Mm. very true. So, uh, Philip, how are you? You're on the line. I'm all right. What's what's up, guys? Just same old. How are we um, talking Olympics? I should mention as well. uh, Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, how are we finding the presumably every four years... Uh, horrible corruption fest that is the Olympics. Loving it. Loving the corruption, in fact. I would love to even talk about that if you wanted. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, been, it's been fueled, hasn't it? It's not without its controversy, but it has at the same time been a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like this has been the, I feel like this has been the most corrupt one we've had for a while. I mean, well, London Be- was reasonably inoffensive. Yeah, Beijing had the smog. But apart from the from that, I yeah, mean, you thought that and, and like the, the slave drummers. Yeah. Other than that, you it know, like it, it had the smog, the slave drummers, and the fact that they just evicted the peasantry. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, and we thought, how much worse could this be? Yeah, they're like that's worst it. Olympics Couldn't ever. Possibly get any worse? Oh my god, they're doing what? So we gave it to <laughs> who? And yeah, Brazil Donald Zealand. Trump's running for what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alternate ter- universe? <laughs> Donald Trump's running the Olympics? <laughs> that would almost be preferable, wouldn't yeah, actually, it? Could, he could make the Olympics great again. <laughs> if anybody could do it. <laughs> I've written, I've done and Olympics that's a safe before. thing, like, relatively. <laughs> He's done the Miss Universe competition forever. Oh, and there's never been anything wrong with You're them. Right. <laughs> there's, there is no difference between Miss Universe and the Olympics. I see no reason. The pageantry. <laughs> the pageantry. We're back to the pageantry oh my god um but yes so you've been you've been enjoying the uh the punchy the, the punchy sports um how have you found well, it so far biffy 
Mostly. <laughs> yeah, right. Have, uh, have you, like have you actually uh, seen any of the judo or taekwondo or wrestling yet at the Olympics? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. So we've got you on the show to talk about the budgies. Well, in, in, in his defense, we are recording it Monday night, and I don't think that the uh, wrestling has taken wrestling place Wrestling hasn't yet, taken place. Ha- I would honestly have to double-check the judo and taekwondo. I'll tell you what, Phil, you may have enjoyed this. Uh, because I'll tell you what, taekwondo has not started yet. Excellent, oh, okay. excellent. Uh, how, about, how about the fencing? Greco- have you watched any of the oh, fencing? The stab- the stabbing sport. The stabbing is fun. I really enjoy it. Well, well what I'm getting at is we could uh, talk about the expectations for the punchy sports. Ooh. And then on the third one, like we can do a follow-up, or if on the Philip's still available, we can do a follow-up with him as well. That'd be good. They're, um, they are big boys. I saw the judo fellas got out there the other day and had a fight, and they were not little. Big boys. Big, big boys. Uh, judo's weight categories cap out at, uh, what is it? Uh, men's has a hundred kilo category, and then just one that's over one hundred kilos. <laughs> so anything, <laughs> anything under hundred, one hundred kilos. That's nuts. Because they were huge. I was watching. I was like, oh my god! It was a Japanese guy and a French dude, and they just—it's a funny sport. They sort of hug each other and try and tap out their legs. It was weird to watch, but you know, fun. yeah. Well, it's judo is all about throws, so it's—it's yeah. it's not like taekwondo that's. Uh, Martial art designed to kick someone's head off. It's, it's just about chucking people. So <laughs> it's all in the grapple. Yeah, that was um, that was really interesting to to get a little bit of an insight. And then, yeah, obviously there's um, the, the the further fighting. I, I, I tell you what, I I didn't know this. The women's boxing they wear helmets in the box for the women, but not for the men. So yeah, the women boxers that. get helmets, mm. but the synchronized swimmers, the females. Don't get goggles. goggles. Yeah, uh, look, it's a weird world we live in. There's so many rules that just aren't making sense when they're all lined up against each other, <laughs> like doing back-to-back well, calls I mean, like this. It's true. I mean, we are talking about something that's been running in modern times since, what, like 1896? Yeah, it could be. So it's it's never going to make 100% Much yeah, like common sense. my complaint with cricket, there's all these weird and, like, obscure rules because, like, oh, we made that back in, like, 1804 or not. There's nothing wrong with any of the rules. And we've we've never, like, actually revised any of these, so technically this is what the rule well, is now, standing. Now, hang on. I hang don't, on. Yeah. They have periodically revised the rules at a point that someone's used it to win and people went, oh, that's not very sporty. Yeah. That has happened that's, many, many times. Six-day tests don't exist anymore. The, you don't have to uh, worry about an extra day of tests, Michael. Uh, well, look, I didn't come here to talk about cricket. Yeah, t- this t- is Timeless tests also don't exist anymore. Yeah, that's true. They used to be a thing. Just FYI, timeless, te- timeless like test. A, they used to just go and start yeah. and one cricket Time- match. Timeless test ended when someone won, or when you had to leave because your ship was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like literally, which, my ride which, is going. Oh, oh, <laughs> Come on, he's like, no, 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 two uh, mobiles, two mobiles. Literally. Literally, the last timeless test ended because the British team went. We have to go. Our ships do that. <laughs> right, oh chaps! And you know, you know what they called that? They called that a draw. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it didn't finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was probably the first. Because pro- no one. Yeah, it was probably the first draw. Now I think about it. Yeah, it's That's very- just making really. This is, this is great. Based on that evidence, this is the best interview we've had. Look, this is great. We brought it back to cricket somehow. <laughs> Get it in the Olympics. Yeah, now I feel like talking about punching people. <laughs> now I thought I thought it was in the Olympics. I thought no. they brought it. 
Was it no. Once Upon a Time, possibly? Or? No, it's not yet, but they'll but one day. One day I'll be it in the Commonwealth. Oh, yeah, really? There you go. really? See, I knew that about I cricket. did not know that. Really? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, it definitely used to be. I can't remember. Did you see the uh, weightlifter that injured his broke arm? His arm. Broke his yeah. arm, yeah. Did you yeah. see the footage oh, of that, Philip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. I don't I know why I watched The gymnast. The gymnast. Leg too. Yeah, and he's mm. on the ground like... Yeah, and they took like thirty-five seconds for someone to get to him, and when they did get to him, they dropped him. It was like a calamity of errors. Like, oh my god! So, this 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 Olympics has never ceased to amaze. It's got so many facets about it. You know, is actually. Have you listened to the Olympic special, the first one? It's okay if you haven't. Not yet. Yeah. I've been meaning to get we, around to we, it. But this episode, we've got an ongoing joke that uh, nobody's actually listened no, to. Yeah, our, none of our guests have listened, <laughs> no listened to the show at all. Which is, which is <laughs> like hilarious. Three nil. Yeah, this is like our dearest <laughs> friends. Well, and you're all like, nah. <laughs> I refuse to admit that I've never watched it, but it's uh, listened to it. But it's entirely possible that <laughs> I uh, cut off my ears rather than subject myself to it. Well, yeah. hey, it's our voices. I can, I can get that. Um, but yeah, the last one was uh, with swimming coach Chris Mooney, and he uh, had three swimmers sent off to the Olympics, and all three of them are coming back with medals. So it's like him nice. chatting about like the process and how they do it and all that sort of bullshit. Hmm. It's very cool. And all that sort of now stuff. you're back. Now you're back on form with the bullshit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right, snap back to reality. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are you hoping... For a minute, for a minute there, it got worryingly professional. Mm, yeah, we kind of have that. <laughs> I had to get back to it. So, speaking of uh, the sports coming up, what are you sort of hoping... What are your favourite aspects of, like, the wrestling and the taekwondo? Well, I mean, the obvious answer is the kicking and the punching, um, mm. because that's obviously fun. But honestly, the the taekwondo, you see a lot of, like, really cool shit like the the flips and the like this is where you see the the chuck norris bruce lee weird shit going on yeah right the the roundhouse kicks the back flips that sort of crap and that's what i'm all about on a rating of one olympic ring to five olympic rings uh oh thematic what thank you (laughs) what is your benchmark for like oh this is an acceptable level of hitting and violence at the taekwondo and wrestling like if it's like above a two ring situation you're going to be pleased like it's just an average or are you not going to enjoy it well, unless there's like incredible awful gory moments well i mean i'm not expecting like you know a tarantino movie but judo is very much a full contact sport like mm. it's it's not one where they pull their punches or anything like that it, it would not be entirely unexpected to see like blood broken noses Probably not, like, someone tearing the still-beating heart from someone else's chest. Oh. As cool as that would be, I would say that would be too much. So that's that's probably my bar. And then you got to eat it. That's how you win the <laughs> gold. It's like, do it. You have to finish yeah. him. Of course they'd eat it, Luke. They're over 100 kilograms. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, get that on the rubber. I want that thing roasted. Mm, mm, tasty heart that, that tastes like losers. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's great. So, if you had to, I guess for me, what about your, your out of five rings? Uh, are you enjoying the Olympics? Are you gonna like? What, what's your hype level? Oh, it's three, four. Don't even have words. We'll put it into rings. That's a good. That's a valid argument. Yeah, uh, thank you. I don't know, like a, <laughs> like a three. Three <laughs> golden rings. Oh. 
I, I was more hyped until I got to work today and found an email from the, the head office going, too many people are streaming the Olympics at their desks. So you'll notice <laughs> we've disabled all streaming services until the Olympics are over. Oh, I'm like, but, no. But I'm supposed to be watching YouTube, not working. Uh, well, that probably uh, wraps us up. Uh, have you got any final questions, Luke? No, I think I, I, I got there. That was That was really good. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for being on the show. Friend of the show, Phil. Cool. Anytime, guys. Oh, wow. So that was Philip. Yeah, Phil. We did it. We talked to Phil. That was uh, maybe like a look, a step down. It was entertaining, at least. But no. in terms of uh, researched content, uh, it was, you know, less impressive than the other two hey, so far. Hey, Phil, I think it was great. Don't listen to Michael. Oh, don't put that on. It doesn't gonna, matter. He's gonna, not going to listen to this. It's true. Be like, no, I'm not doing that. No, it was great. It's a bit of fun. Phil, Phil's Phil's good for that type of thing. And um, yeah, it will be interesting to look after those types of events that will be coming up, and we can cross mm. into that next we, time we speak. Yeah, we did sort of shoot him in the foot by making him talk about sports that haven't occurred yet. That is kind of our fault. Yeah, but you know, this is when we have to record it, so this is when it happens. So suffer in your jocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, who have we got next? We have Angela, friend of the show, think, Angela. Yes, yeah. Angela is going to be talking to us next. Uh, I think we've got her on the line now. Who's actually quite now literally uh, watching the Gymnastics Live. So yeah. we might get a bit of live commentary this as well our, for our yeah, money. Yeah, she's a coverage straight to, straight to the spot. Uh, how are you, Ange? I'm good. I'm watching... Oh. <laughs> oh, that was really unpleasant. Oh, she landed on her head, guys. Oh, that what? That was unpleasant. Oh. oh we, we don't oh actually God. have footage of the Olympics Seriously? Now. Is she sure Okay. Have- Oh, she's okay. She just tried a bit too hard to do what she wanted to do. On what? Oh, like, on what On what gymnastics thing? Uh, the vault. Oh, we'll so look she, like, for... takes off running, doesn't get high enough, and then just tries to do a somersault, and then kind of doesn't stick it. That's fine. Oh, wow. Well, this... Was better. Have this you been seeing good. a lot of that? Hey, uh, no, because I've only been watching, like, the Simone Biles coverage, and she's actually really, really good. She was spectacular, that girl. I thought that, um... There was some special gymnastics. I don't know a lot about gymnastics, but I know that girl's good. Oh, I don't know anything about gymnastics. I just like to watch it because I, I like watching anybody more capable than myself. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, hey, that's why I watch all of the Olympics. Me just sitting there going, oh, I can't do that. That <laughs> shit ain't happening. What are your favorite aspects of the gymnastics? Like, just in ter- what, what what attracts you to the sport? Like, why are you sitting down watching it right now? Oh, it was just, I just finished the basketball and it is on next, but I do try to actively watch it. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Like, it's just how good they are. Yeah. I, like, it, I just, I honestly couldn't see myself ever being capable of doing that. And it's just, it's just amazing, really. Which are your favorite ones? Like, so did you just see the moon bars just because it was on or do you have favorite gymnastics other over like other bits? horse or? No, just I watch anything. Yeah, I I really enjoy the um the the horse or the vault whatever it's called the one that they like stand on and they like move their hands around it that's that's fascinating like it's all all like the one with the, the two bars that run and they jump along the bars as they go it's oh, just yeah, yeah. it's crazy how much control and how fit your body has to be to do oh. gymnastics because it is all balanced it's and incredible yeah absolutely incredible I didn't know this and Angie you might you might know more than I. I really enjoy that it's a bit of a team sport and they have like the teams and they have like the six events and then each person has like their own part of the event and then they all collectively as a country go towards the gold. And I, I just, I find that fascinating. I thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Splits 
Oh, what country is she from? She's Russian. Ah, oh, Russian's doing well in this podcast. Yeah. That's why she landed it, guys. No one else has landed it so far. I don't, yeah. know, right. I don't know if like, there's a specific thing that they're supposed to do on the vault or if they're just supposed to impress, but everyone seems to be trying to go for this like front... I think it's a triple twist. Oh. Last triple so twist I had to... was in a cocktail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah, so they got they I think they have a limit of so many things that they have to do in one jump. And they have to somehow twist themselves three times to actually get it and no one's really gotten it yet. Oh, controversial. Oh, they have two chances to do it. Wait, Simone Bars is on, guys. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Walk us through it. Take us through Simone Bars' uh, routine. I don't know. She hasn't started yet. Give me a sec. <laughs> you just said you were like, shut up, boys. Simone's on. And now <laughs> you're like, like, oh, she hasn't started. She's starting out. She's there. She's on screen. Okay, she well. She just doesn't look like a typical gymnast. Yeah, all right. Well, hang on. Sorry. Just We're, we're going to stop talking and give you the mic for a minute and walk us through her routine. Well, I don't know. She's, she's got strength on her side. So everyone, all the girls are really slight and stuff like that. But she's just got muscles. Paint right. us a picture. <laughs> she's running, guys. Good. How's it going? How's the running going? Oh, yeah. She nailed it, guys. Hey! Oh, what'd she do? What'd she do? It's a triple twist, but I think what makes it is their landing, is if they stumble, they've got to land with their feet together. Mm. I think they're allowed, like, one little stumble step. on it, that's what you get vaulted against, and she just lands it every time. She's just solid. Yeah, and where's well. she from again? America. Oh, okay. So she got 15.9 for the first one and 16.03 for her second vault. Oh, that's a huge score. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that's about as high as you can go. Yeah, 16, low 16s is, is pretty damn and good. And she pretty much, hang on, yep, she's first again. Yeah, she's nuts, that there girl. There you go, live Olympic results. This is fantastic. Released days after. Fresh. Fresh. Russian edited. in second. We've got Russian in second. <laughs> fantastic. It's Thank really you so much. because I have to watch it on mute because otherwise you've got the actual real commentary behind me and they don't know a lot more of what they're doing. No, nah, they don't now, know shit, woman. You got it. You got this. Angela, yes. <laughs> would you say that the uh, physical control and strength and dexterity needed is uh, of such a high level and also quite similar to dancing because I think dancing should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> this is where it I'm comes sure back. I'm sure you do, Wilkins. I'm yeah. sure you do. I, I'm just yeah, saying. This is where he comes back. He's trying to get you into a corner, Ange. He believes that dance. Yeah, he doesn't believe that dancing... Is- yeah, I'm aware of what he's doing. I, I, I've known yeah. this boy for too many years. I know what he's trying to do. I know. Like, I think there's a strong case. I don't know why you're so against the dancing not being in the Olympics. I'm just These saying. competitors need to be recognised. There's a floor routine. There's a bit of dance and a floor routine. Yeah, that's the closest you're going to get is the floor routine. But I'm saying some dancing is as difficult, if not way more difficult than the floor routines. Mm, it's I'm an not, Olympic effort. I'm not entering into this conversation and neither are you, Ange. <laughs> listeners it, listeners to the podcast won't know. I have strong no, feelings. I don't think that... I don't want to cause a ruckus. Yeah, no, it's not your fault. Now flashing, for some reason, they're flashing back to Sydney 2000 when, um, for some running race, Kathy Freeman. So I'm obviously. Why is Kathy Freeman? I don't know why we're flashing back there. We're flashing back. It's like the last time Australia won a gold medal in the running. They're like, <laughs> put Kathy back on. <laughs> but look how terrible we're doing, but look how good we did 16 years ago, guys. <laughs> look at her. She's in the moon suit. She's ready to go. Ah! That was a wonderful oh, sporting event. There you go, Vilkins. Kathy Freeman's dancing. She must consider it an art form. Mm. Uh, what? 
She's a sports person. I know that much. I don't know and about she sports. She danced after she won. Well, that's okay. Yeah, cheering. I high five people yeah. after I win things. I don't think high fiving is an art Please. form. Please, when was the last time you won anything? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I won this argument that dancing is an art. That's what I've won. Yeah, where's your high five? <laughs> Get one from me. Damn it. <laughs> well, look, Angela, this has been very combative. <laughs> Whose fault's that? <laughs> we don't have to go into it. The people can make up their own minds. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what? How many? Oh, sorry. You yeah, go. no, no. Well, we, you know, just to I sort of get an idea. Um, the gymnastics, obviously, something that you really enjoy watching. Out of uh, five Olympic rings, would you give this performance so far in the uh, overall with the, with the gymnastics? Five Olympic rings, I would go four out of five. Four Olympic rings! Nice, four. That's pretty respectable. Oh, my goodness. Only because, I don't know, it's just interesting. I did watch the volleyball last night, but I do like the gymnastics better. Yeah, the volleyball is... is How was the volleyball? I really couldn't turn off the volleyball. I was actually really hooked. Yeah. Really? It's No, it's fantastic. They do... Was it the beach or the indoor? Beach. Yeah, the beach is special. Who did you see play? Do you remember or...? Uh, It was Australia and Poland. Oh, Holland, yeah. I saw we went up against the US the, today. I think we got knocked out by the US. The girls the girls did, uh, they, they, they beat us. But yeah, it's such a fun sport to watch, isn't it? Well, it's just so easy, like how quick you can catch up. Mm. I, I know absolutely nothing about it, as I say, but like, you know. Well, that's the... Just, like, even the slightest mistake is that they they rate you on your mistakes rather than your successes kind of thing. So it just goes against, and just how quickly they can serve and things like that and serve back and just like, ahead is just amazing. Mm. It's pretty close too. I think it was, um, they'd both won a game and then I think Australia won by about four or five points or something by the end of it. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And then they lost today. So. Yeah, they, yeah, they lost against the US. The US pumped, but you know, the girls, the US are obviously a very good team, so that doesn't surprise me, but they did a very good job. The, my favourite part about the Australian doubles, uh, women's doubles in the, the volleyball was that they are both like six foot tall. They're not tall girls. They're only six foot, but their reach when they stand up, they've both got these huge arms on them. So they've got like six and a half feet when they jump with their arms out, but they're only quite short. They're only six foot. It's not like they're like six foot four. You know what I mean? Well, so, well I think one of the girls on the other team was like five foot something and wow. she managed to like cause the majority of the blocks happening by these girls by how far she could jump. That's fascinating. That that's It's a cool sport for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thank you for calling thank in. Thank you so much. No worries. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was sure. sensational. We'll, we'll, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. mate. See ya. Bye. What up? Oh, so I, I won't back. You finished brushing your teeth? I have finished brushing my teeth. I mean, the only reason I answered the phone was because I thought at this late in time of the night, you calling, the only reason it could be would be some kind of emergency. It is. And I was emergency. like, oh shit, better answer the phone. <laughs> well, I'm brushing my teeth. I should be able yeah, to help well, out here. Just, just, in case, just in case it was like, I need help. It's happened again. There's blood everywhere. Nope, we just need help with the podcast. You and I both know that story went the other way around. But anyway, that's for another time. We were not convinced that you were going to call back either. Yeah, we're definitely sure you were just going to leave it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Look, I certainly flooded with the idea. (laughs) (laughs) I've dabbled in uh, misdirection. So, have you got a chance to watch uh, much of the Olympics yet? I haven't seen a single bit of it except for those 
gymnast that broke all their legs. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that the French guy's leg just snap. Yeah, it was pretty and hectic. The best part about it was how French he was. He was like, "Oh, coach is gonna be so mad." <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've taken out that's of these. What, wow! I saw that, and apparently the pools have turned green. Yes. Um, Yes. Uh, what else? Oh, I did. I, I caught a little bit of the archery. Um, I saw a lady uh, shoot an arrow. Yeah. At what? Oh, God, I have no idea. I didn't. I, I saw that <laughs> as I was walking by. She took aim, she shot the arrow, and I was back onto whatever I, else I was watching, doing. I think that was Rambo. You were watching Rambo. He had long Rambo. hair in that movie. Yeah, he had yeah. a bow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rambo 3 had His a His name is Rambo, Anthony. Yeah, come on, man. Get with the program. You don't think he has a bow? That's like his main weapon. What about Bilbo, huh? Did he have a bow? Yeah, he, no, he used... have a bow. Did he have a bow tied? Oh, shit. Yes, got him. Well, just to, I suppose to give the <laughs> listeners a bit of an insight, this is friend of the show, Anthony. Uh, Anthony is our go-to when it comes to uh, the overall side of things of the Olympics. It's nice to get an outsider's perspective, basically, yeah. which is normally what I would provide. That's so your spot. But it's good to have a bit of balance, so you know I'm not just the Hamburglar of the... Uh Podcast. Now, there's two of you. There's two hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, wait. Hold on. This hasn't you're like, worked. <laughs> yeah, you're the buns of the meat. I don't know. When you week. said outside perspective of the Olympics, I've literally seen about four to five seconds of the Olympics. This isn't outside. I'm not even on the same country as the... Like, I'm so far <laughs> that's, away from That's it. true in a lot of ways, Anthony. A lot of ways, yeah. Quite yeah. literally, you are in a different country. Is it not in, is it not in Sydney? <laughs> I swear we had... I swear we had it here. <laughs> Yeah, I saw some signs up. How long ago was that? So, so yes, the pool turned green. The pool turned green. Um, the lady shot the arrow. Lady yep. shooting an arrow. And a guy I, broke I, his I, leg. I want to say she was from China or Japan or maybe Korea. She looked very confident. I don't know if it even landed, but, you know, she she seemed like she knew what she was doing. Do you think the um, advent of archery in the Olympics uh, opens the door to, say, darts in the Olympics? No. <laughs> I was like, is he gone? Fair enough. Fair enough. No. You don't think that <laughs> one that day trick, they'll, they'll be is darts? That a trick question? You get to like turn around and be like, but he said we could do darts in the Olympics. I know that they used to do poetry in the Olympics. Are you they serious? To, they really? used to have many, many different events because it, obviously it started in the ancient times and then it got a bit wacky during those, uh, the times when England was, you know, taking over all those countries. And when they hosted it, so I can't remember where, but they had a whole bunch of weird events that uh, put in. One of them being poetry. Uh, you could win the gold in poetry. Um, Freeform poetry? Uh, I was about to ask, because Anthony, again, for listeners that don't know, Anthony has very stringent rules about freeform poetry. What's it your... would obviously, I mean, if it was my Olympics, there would be no freeform poetry, because that's not poetry. That's just people saying shit and wasting everybody's time, and they should mm. be hung or something. Wow. Very, <laughs> almost um, shock, jock, shock jockey radio levels of Oh, man, I'm opinion. sure if people are upset, they can write a poem about it. <laughs> as long as it's not freeform, <laughs> yeah. I think you in, the, right. in the form of a complaint letter. Yeah. <laughs> 
Here is my poem. That's just a complaint letter. No, it's my art. <laughs> no, you have to say it in the right tone. And then everyone has to, you know, what do they don't clap? Do they, what do they do? They, they, click. they, click. they click. It's beatnik. They click. Yeah. Yeah. That's like beatnik poetry. Maybe that was where it was in France when they did that Olympics, maybe perhaps. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would have had like the baguette toss, you know, I wonder poetry. If, if, if it was still going, how many, what, what do you think the percentage of poems about the Olympics would be there? Like, how many poets would be like, oh, the Olympics, the majesty, the communal coming together, give me a gold. Like, Is that is that pandering to your audience? Like, uh, I feel like yeah, they think yeah, that and they go, oh, turn it up, mate. Do something, you know, do something better. Jim, like, you've done this every year. This has been an event. Like, Stop it. Yeah, what exactly. if you had the best limerick? And people are just like, look, limericks, not normally, but that one. Oh. The first oh, use I'd, of the man I'd from Nantucket. let a limerick slide. Well, that's very interesting. What an insight. Anyway, anyway, what yes. an absolute insight. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm uh, full of um, uh, stuff. On a, on a scale of one Olympic ring to five Olympic rings, how much are you enjoying this Olympics so far? Well, it hasn't been terribly in my face, so, so I'm really loving it. Oh, so, I'm absolutely oh. adoring it. Um, Look, you spent, I, a long, oh, you spent a lot of time on the ring system, Anthony. If yeah. you could just, give us... Just point oh, you want like a one out of five of ring system. Um, ah, okay. Uh, well, I mean, in terms of uh, uh, Olympicness, I'll give it five rings. Is that how many it has? Yeah, five. Five um, Olympic rings? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's full really, marks. It's really full nailing marks. So you got being not- in a different country and not annoying me in any way, shape, or form. So the, the, the U.S. So swimmer Anthony, getting the U.S. swimmer yeah. that was mugged and at gunpoint this morning—that's that's part of your vibe, is it? You were happy with? Oh, that. I didn't even know about that. That's what I mean. I'm I'm giving it on a different scale here. I don't know what your Olympic rings mean, but is mine that like, mean that it's not getting in my yeah, way. How much is it? Are you currently running a zero? Like, if you got your own ring, like the sixth ring, which is zero. Oh, yeah, it flips back round and goes back to negative one. Yeah. Like, he, he, instead of, like, black or blue or whatnot, his, Anthony's ring is brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. you got to learn to wipe, brother. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> That'll be the title of Olympic, Olympic Special Volume 2. Anthony's ring is brown. <laughs> At least it wasn't Anthony's brown ring. I don't know why Damn that it. sounds right. Yeah, well, you know, the power of editing. Gotta stop giving him material. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's a shocking thing. No, it's been, uh, look, I, I, like I said, I haven't watched any of the events or been part of it in any way, shape, or form, or really shown an interest at all. I still don't know why you called me, but yeah, so five out of five, it's nailing it, probably. That's a strong endorsement for the Brazil so Rio good. Olympics 2016. Oh, is it Brazil? Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks thank you so for much. calling the show, Anthony. Yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers for helping you're, out. You're- Absolutely welcome. Anytime you need someone who doesn't know anything to talk about something uh, that they, you know, have no expertise in, I don't want you to call me ever again. We're also we're doing a little survey that sort of like happened along as we've called people. Hmm. Have you listened to the previous episode, the Olympic special? No. <laughs> oh wow! We're, we're, doing great. we're like what four for four? People, people at least tried to manby around the question. Like you just, you just got there with a bullet. Okay, well, thanks, AJ. Thank you for your wonderful insight and uh, your we'll knowledge. We'll let you go. We're gonna Rex hunt him. Just give him a little kiss and oh, absolutely. Him back. We've. We'll, we'll, do you want to be Rex hunted? Uh, I mean, you can't do that over the phone. Too bad, mate. So that sounds way more sexual than it should. Mate, I'm gonna Rex hunt you. Hang on. No, stop mm-hmm. it. Oh, I need to. Mm.
and then I push you back into it, and I push you back. Throw your body into the water. I turn back to the camera and go, that was a catch. (laughs) I can't believe I get paid to kiss these fish. Rex Hunt Adventures. I don't know. Anyway, Anthony, you probably don't have to be here for the rest of this. (laughs) He's hung up on us. Wait, did he? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. Well, that was... Jesus. Thank you, Anthony. That was great. Well, look, I think that's all... That's all the people we're going to call tonight. That was just... What just happened? Oh, why? He started talking about Red Hunt, and then he was gone. (laughs) Oh, he did throw him back into the water. Oh, no, I miss him. That was... Get him back on the line. Ah, it's a fish. (laughs) Well done. No, I've got to keep all that Rex Hunt stuff in for that. Yes. All right. Well, that's that's my my part of the uh, of the night taken care of. the The back end will be handled by uh, by Michael and Alex as they bring you through a couple more sports. This is great. I feel like a um, uh, co pilot. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not like, allowed get- to have the same meals in case something goes wrong. Yeah, I'm like, I'm getting off at Abu Dhabi, and uh, Alex will be jumping into yeah. co-pilot the rest of the flight. I'm sort of like learning how to yeah, do it. Like, yeah, sports, yeah. sports, what sports? Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'll let you guys on and um, enjoy the rest of the show, fellas. I look forward to hearing it. It's the second part of the second volume with Alex and not Luke. That's true. So, golf. Watching the golf, Wilkins. No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it was good though. Damn fine. I stayed up all goddamn night watching it, and I thought, like staying up for that long, I thought, well, you know what? It's going to be worth it because the Aussie was coming third, going into the last day. He had the course record of the week, sixty-three, and then he. Fucking blew it. Nah, he did well. Fifth. fifth. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with fifth in the Olympics, eh? Well, that's sometimes a tricky thing to remember because you get caught up in the uh, medal tallies and whatnot. Mm. But even to come, you know, sixth, mm. to be like, oh, yeah, I went in the global competition and I'm sixth in the world yeah. at this. I think it was summed up best by one of the swimmers. I think it was Mitch Lark and he said, every swimmer in the world is training for this event. You know, if you get to a final, you've achieved a hell of a lot. Even if a semi-final, mm. you've achieved a hell of a lot. Um, I mean, if you're top 10 in any other sport in the world on any other day, it's it's like, wow, you're elite. You're, top 10 yeah, footballer. Yeah, exactly. And, and to, yeah, you're right. We get carried away in the, the medals. But, um, yeah, Marcus Fraser was the, the Australian. He had a tremendous first round. Like I said, he had a 63, which was the record. I'm pretty sure it was the, the best round of the week. Still, even uh, at the end. But Justin Rose was the one who took it out. He held his composure. It was really sort of a battle between him and Henrik Stenson from... Is this still golf? Yeah, this is golf. Okay, good. This is golf. (laughs) Yeah, this is golf. Justin Rose, he won with a score of 15 under. And it was was cool on that final day because it was just Stenson and and Rose just going hammer and tong at each other. And the pressure was on from the start. And it was kind of... Like I said, I stayed up all night with the hope that Fraser would, you know, do well. And in the first, like, three holes, he dropped two shots or something. But there was one, no, there was one bloke I wanted to mention, this Irish fella, Seamus Power. I'd never heard of him before this, but goddamn, he had a f- awesome final round. Yeah. He was, like, five under after six holes. And it was, 
it was one of those things where I was like, oh, something special could happen here. I think he finished top 10. So Five under. Uh, oh, no, that's good because, yeah, yeah right. I know yeah. golf. Huh. Yeah. What? Well, I was, going, I was thinking, do you want me to explain it? Or, no, you no, no, no. I do actually I understand that that's good because you're going for the least amount. Of, yeah, that's yeah. a shot. Yeah. So he's five under. I thought you meant like he was five behind and he came back from whatnot at well, first. But now that I've talked through it, yeah, well, I'm all over it. This isn't Olympics, but this is something that's happened pretty recently. Jim Furyk scored a 58. Which is like, you know, in the 60s is like a normal, like awesome score. A par, usually on most courses, I think the Olympic one, the par is 71 actually. But on most courses, most PGA courses, the par is 72 for the whole course. So a score in the 60s is under par, which is tremendous. Like you're you're doing well. Give me a sec. And this guy scored a 58, which is, I'm pretty sure he was the first person to ever do it. So that was a couple of weeks ago. Not Olympics, but cool for golf. Hell um, yeah. But yeah, good golf tournament. I thought the conditions were, were pretty good. I mean, there was times it was rain, it was wind, whatever. You know, I can't blame Brazil for that. Sounds I thought like the, conditions. Yeah, exactly. But I thought the in terms of the, the course, I thought it was it was pretty good, pretty well prepared. As far as I can remember, it wasn't the too green much was controversy. Green. green was green. The, the, Do, that doesn't seem to be an issue for Brazil, just quietly. Yeah, that's Making right. things green. green. Yeah, oh, nice. Hey, that. I know sports stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But but yeah no I thought the the golf was good it was good to see golf in the Olympics I hope it keeps going I has think, it not been in the Olympics I think this is the first time golf's been in the Olympics for a I don't oh hang on hang on here we go here we go into here uncharted go into, territory oh, I'm like gonna have to get my phone out no Either no, way, no I'm no, pretty no. sure this is yeah this is the first time that golf's been in the Olympics <coughs> it's this always good it. to see golf yeah. in the Olympics well yeah and then and you know your golf's your tennis is you know in sports that. You know, not to rag on any others, but you know, not many people are out there doing synchronized swimming and stuff. But a lot of people will leisurely play tennis, and I think the more of those sports that are involved in the Olympics, the more you know, you, your pundit's going to be engaged in it, which is what we want. Yeah. I think that's what that's what we've seen in the Olympics. I'm glad to sort of see a that rising tide raises all boats. That's right, Wilkins. That's right. I think we we leave it there. That's what golf's all about. Nice. Rising tides. So golf. Good on you, Marcus. Fifth. Great stuff. I have watched. I have watched my fair share to the point where it's just becoming really hard to get up in the morning <laughs> because I'm just so knackered from from. And, and I sit there just like, what a pig I am! I'm sitting here in my undies, just so tired from watching these people. That's do what the Olympics stuff. is all about. It, I think it is. I think it is, and I love it. I love watching someone run 10k's while I sit there and eat a full packet of Oreos. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, this is awesome. This is sports. The athletics is underway now. Swimming's wrapped up. Athletics is underway. Oh, boy. We've seen some of the big ones, the, the, the big names. Your Mo Farah's has already done well. Usain Bolt's already won the 100. Uh, who else have we had? David Radisha has, has come out and won the 800 again today. He's the, the champ from Athens as well. What, so, what is it about running that makes it such a special Olympic sport? I think it's because it's something that, you know, and, and this sounds... It's a quintessential, like, you think of Olympics, you're thinking of people it's running a, it's, and doing... It's pretty much the basics, the most basic sport. It's what it is. Like, it's the, probably the first thing we would have done. And then, you know, you go into combat and... That's what it's, I was just about to say, it's something that everyone can do. But, I mean, you can go and swim somewhere. But there's some places where you can't. But you can always run, you know. So, I think that's, that's what it's got about it. That's why they save it to the end because, you know, I, I think the 100-meter... Um, sprint is is sort of still the pinnacle of the Olympics, mm. and it was cool to see, you know, the big boys step up and and Usain. You know, imagine how much pressure he's under. 
Oh, dude. Like, I couldn't imagine that. And that's what I like. I love seeing someone who's under so much pressure and they live up to it and, ah, it's great. So that was that was cool. I thought... Um, well, yeah, just even to imagine walking into the Olympics under like, oh, this guy is the fastest guy on the planet. Yeah. And then walking in there being like, well, time to prove it. I yeah, mean, I, I know. I, I love those. To me, as soon as the, the take your marks, like that's when I'm, oh, I love it because you just... Imagine, like at that point, there's no. It doesn't matter the hype. It doesn't matter what color shoes you're wearing, or you know how much fancy shit, how good you look, how you know awesome your friggin' dancing is, and all that bullshit doesn't matter. You got to back it up now, and it's just you. That's what that's what I love about it. And you see them, and all the little you know nuances they have, and little things they do in their routine. You know that they've done that hundreds of times. It's just that sense of like, I can't imagine like you're on your own, you know, there's, we've all had moments in our lives where it's like, Oh, I got to get through this and it's just me kind of thing. And mm. you got to back it up. Imagine on that stage. Oh man, that pumps you up. Like, and, and, and then to follow through. So good. So yeah. hundred meters dash is hell good. What else have I been watching? Cycling's been underway and Amir's got the bronze. That's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. She did well. She did and well. so these are all, uh, assumedly, Performance enhancing drug free cyclists. I'm, uh, at our I'm best sure, guess. I'm sure. Like, I don't. I don't think. To be honest, I mean, I, I laid cards on the table. I'm not the biggest fan of Enemies. I didn't like the way she was at the. She was excited. I'm not too harsh. I don't really have a problem with her, but I think the. I don't know. I don't think Enemies would be taking drugs, man. And I think. Too many people are aware of it now. There's probably going to be people that are going to well, push it. But well, that's what you'd think, like the Olympics, and they've got their own sort of independent. It's not just cycling. Well, if Where we're going to talk like, about oh, it, we're going to look for this and this. What about but- the reaction to Gatlin from the crowd? Uh, what about it? Gatlin's been uh, is one of the ones who's been done for drugs in the past, but he's competing at this Olympics. Mm-hmm. Crowd giving him a fair touch up last night when he was last night or not before. Either way, when he was. Um, racing against Bolt when he was announced there was a lot of booze a lot really? of booze and when the because their medal ceremonies today or tonight or whenever it is a very confusing time zone but um, it hasn't happened yet they're thinking that hopefully the crowd softens as, a little as, bit as, but as much as I don't really you know appreciate or condone crowds booing yeah athletes, I don't like booing yeah it is I mean at least good that people are taking a st- that's yeah, right. Exactly, taking a stand and saying like, "Hey, we no, don't we want, don't want yeah. drug cheats." I'd, I'd, I'd sooner cheer you coming fourth than yeah. cheer you cheating coming first. You know, it it mm. it lessens everything for everyone when when someone cheats. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't like booing, but I like to see that the fans are showing that uh, their response to the these sinking cheaters. tide lowers all ships. That's right. <laughs> I think we found a title for volume two. <laughs> but yeah, so that was cool. What about oh, the, how did I forget this? Van Niekerk. Oh, 400 world record. Is. The South African 400 sprinter. And all the chat with him and Bolt. So, Van Niekerk, South African runner, 400. He broke Michael Johnson's um, 400 meter record from 1999. So, that's a friggin' old record. Yeah. Um, and he, he blasted it, really. I think he beat it by 0.15, which in that sort of terms is a pretty big number. Um, but yeah, that was a real shock. And then it came out that Usain Bolt sort of predicted it. And he was like, man, he's looking, I think it's David Van Niekerk. I didn't, I've been hesitating to say his first name, but I think it's that. Anyway, if it's not Van Niekerk, good for you. We apologize. We apologize. You've done well. Um, anyway, Bolt called it beforehand and said, yeah, I think he'll win. He looks good, blah, blah, blah. 
And apparently Usain Bolt's coach has always been on Usain to do the 400 because he thinks he'd be able to win it. And um, Usain's personal best time, though, for the 400 is two seconds outside of what Van Eekhoek's just done. So that shows how good that guy is. Um, and But, yeah, like I said, Usain hasn't trained for the 400 ever. His coach has tried to get him to do it. But Usain's come out and said... Yeah, we should do a he, he wants to race him at 300 meters which isn't like a proper race but he just wants to see like who can do it. Yeah, who'd be better like who because there's a bit of debate now on who's the fastest guy in, in the world is oh. it him or well this guy's i read today as well that he's the only guy who's done sub 10 for 100 sub 20 for 200 sub 40 for 400 sub whatever for 800 so he's He's got a lot of Faster records, than the yeah, across, and, yeah, and across all of the events as well. He's proven that, so it is pretty interesting. It would be cool to see Usain Bolt, you know, because it's all the talk now that he's three three Olympics in a row he's dominated. He's probably going to retire. I reckon if this guy challenges him and it becomes a bit of a rivalry, you might, might stick, around. stick around. Anyway, that's the Olympics. Another thing I want to talk about. Yes, goddamn discus, man. The men's oh. discus final was badass. That, really? Oh, man. It was so cool. That um, Polish fella, the world champion, again, a lot of names that I've read. I think Pachowski or something like that. Either way, he's a big dude, big hairy dude. And he was awesome. He was like, he was winning the whole contest. They get six throws in the final, 12 athletes, six throws in the final. Whoever throws the furthest out of all those six throws wins. Pretty simple. He was dominating the whole tournament. He threw the biggest um, discus in his first one. And then from there, no one else could catch him. No one else beat that score. Then in the final throw, this German fella gets up and I think it's Harting, I think his name was, launches. And he was a bit of a goose too. Like he was playing up for the cameras at the start and sure. he seemed like a bit of a larrikin. And then he just came out and threw this. He was a massive man as well. Just launches this thing, gets it in front of this Polish dude. Uh, and it was just like, holy shit. Like on, the la- on his last throw, he's just pulled out. Because I'm pretty sure he's sitting in like fifth or sixth. Like he wasn't a contender at that point and he launched it got in front of him and then this Polish guy's like oh shit I've got to and he doesn't do it and he comes second man he got oh. beaten on the last throw by this German fella no. it was so good the German guy went off did about 17 laps of honour it was awesome though it was great well that's what it's all about oh man I, Mo Farah's falling over and still winning the race what the hell man the race of- he won uh, I think is it 3k running yeah it's 3K. I don't know. Again, I watched a lot of goddamn sports. But yeah, he fell over. This is a guy. He's the um, little guy that won in London as well. He's the Brit. Um, and he, he won it there. Great. He was their champ. But then and he's running a 1500 or whatever. He falls over. Like he fell over at the start and he's right at the back. So he actually fell over on the ground. And he still won that race. There's been an example as well. This, um, this other chick fell over the other day. Her sho- or she got tripped up. Her shoe came off and she couldn't get her shoe back on. And like she was sitting there the whole time. The race is still going. She's trying to get her shoe on. She's like, fuck the shoe. Throws it away. And then she's like, oh, I better take the sock off too. So she takes her sock off and runs the rest of the race. And this was like another long distance race. Ran the rest of the race with one shoe on there. She didn't qualify. But then in this like spirit of the Olympics, they, were, they gave her a spot in the final because nice. she probably would have. Um, she was a strong runner. I yeah. mean, she ran one shoot and she nearly she nearly did it. She came back and nearly did it. So I thought right. that was cool as well. You know, I mean, that sports, is, that's sport, amazing, but that's really. it. Yeah. And that's the spirit of the games. And that's why you can't allow cheating. And those sorts of things should be t- 
told around, you know, that's mm. the point. It's like, ah, you know, and again, if someone, if someone falls out, there was a, a, I don't know what nationality he was, to be honest, but there was a, a racer this that's morning okay, who, really. who uh, DQ'd and he threw a bit of a tantrum. For what, the discus? No, uh, sorry, the, he was just doing a running race. So right. he broke, he went before the gun went, mm-hmm. and in this day and age, you don't get a chance. So he's out, which is unfortunate, but yeah. I agree with that's a part of the, that's now a part of the sport. It stops that, that is tactical. Actually, yeah, probably. A lot of people best. have done that in the past. A lot of technical breaks just to put someone off or something. Yeah. Everyone knows it's all it's fair, it doesn't matter who you are, if you break it, you're done. This was a, a, a sort of different circumstance, the shoe coming off one I'm talking about. Mm. It was a really rare circumstance against someone who was gonna have a chance. So I, I don't mind it. I like it. I'm a pretty competitive person. I like rules to stay the same, but it's the Olympics You've got and to the have point. Special exceptions. Well, yeah, sometimes. With any rule. Yeah, sometimes. And I, I think that was cool. It was, it was good, especially in this Olympics where it is a little tense and with all the. It's good to see that spirit. So, yeah, athletics, I think, has been awesome so far. All the field events, I was watching the pole vault today. They're jumping over six meters, which is a, um, a, a sort of one of those. It's like doing the. When the 1500 meter swimming first broke 15 minutes, it's that mark, you know? So that's what six meters is for pole vault. If you can oh, jump six right. meters, it's like that barrier of oh man i'm an elite pole vaulter i jump six meters so that was cool to see them going into that I heard, like because steve hooker it's cool that i didn't know sort of i knew six he won meters gold is stupidly high it, it as is well. that sport is insane like yeah. pole vault is insane but um i didn't realize i knew steve hooker won gold and that's phenomenal but you know he he's like in the legacy of that whole sport he's a he's an elite guy so that's cool too he's he broke it i think his best was six meters seven or six meters five six meters six i don't know something like that but it's pretty incredible so they were going into that today so we're seeing like i wonder how sort of, tall it is from here down to the ground floor oh man six meters is a lot bigger than you think yeah like and and the whoever came up with that sport is a psychopath <laughs> like that's what i always think about pole vault like who's got, like got a stick in their hand and gone i reckon i can fucking do this you know like <laughs> i reckon i can do this just runs up Stick in the ground. He would have broken his neck. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. It is crazy. So I there's so many sports that you'd never get to watch normally. It's so cool that um you know, that we get a chance to see him every four years. One thing I want to say, just you know, we've talked about athletics, for the wrap up for the um Aussie swimmers, there's a lot of chat about sort of, oh, are we disappointed? Are we man and and like, oh, why have they why have our swimmers failed and why and using words like that and you're just like, dude, think of it this way. These are elite sportsmen that for three years and 50 weeks, no one gives a shit about. You know, no one cares about. And then for two weeks, they got media at their door. They got hundreds of journalists asking for questions. And and you want to wonder why they're not doing things exactly the same. You know, this is the thing in Australia as well. We are a fishbowl. The way that we operate, the media, the, the way we're a fishbowl. Absolutely. And, We've and, got like, what, 10% of the yeah. US population. Yeah. Like, if that is something like and 7% I, maybe. And I think there's other countries like that, but they don't pressure their people as much. They support. There's a way to support someone without pressuring them and saying things like, oh, you you came fifth, you failed. You know, like, that's that's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and you just want them to know, like, you know, this is what some idiot in a suit reading a teleprompter is saying and it was written for him, not what Australians think. Everyone's proud of you. You represented us really well. The Australian swimming team was so classy and gracious in every win and, def- and defeat. Absolutely. And I think that's all we can really ask for. And, and I thought, I just want to say that I think that was, that they did, uh, they represented us very well and I'm very proud. 
of them and I hope that they are proud of themselves. So that's what I want to say. Fucking media. It's very genuine. Thanks. It's not, it's not often that we get, you know. No. No, well, it's just... It's, I just I just hate to think these people are upset at themselves. Why, dude? Why? Because some dickhead who doesn't know what it takes has said you failed. He doesn't know shit. Yeah. Like, fucking... You've done so well. Listen to what your coaches say, and I'm sure they're proud of you. So, mm. anyways... The Aussie Rugby Sevens men, I don't think we talked about that last time. I think we just talked about the women. The men bowed out. They um, they had to verse South Africa, which they won the first time. And then when they qualified for the quarterfinal, they lost to South Africa. So sort of an up and down. What probably sort of, a bit what, disappointing. What's your pick for the Rugby Sevens? Who, oh, it's already won, man. To, oh, oh well, Fiji sure. won. Fiji, remember? Oh, I think we did talk about that. Mm. Yeah, Fiji won the Sevens, man. And I'm stoked. Like, I called that. Ages ago. Well, I mean, it's in, you know, Nostradamus to call Fiji winning a sevens tournament. But <laughs> but it's just great because that's Fiji's first ever medal. And I think we had Oh, wait, no, I, yeah. did. I saw that. Yeah, yeah it's Fiji's least. first ever yeah. medal. It was gold. And, you know, I'm stoked for their coach as well, that Ben Ryan. He would have had a lot of pressure on him. Wait, so how is it not... Oh, is it the first year that Rugby Sevens is in the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Right. Huh. Yeah. I was like, how? how is, yeah, yeah, how have they never won it? Yeah, because Rugby Sevens. That and that's good. what I mean. Like, these yeah. sports that we all watch consistently are now starting to be represented at the Olympics. And, and that is beautiful and because it it's sort of like, well, we're really good at this sport. And it's like, okay, well. And as a, as a fan of rugby, I was, you know, how Australia performed really was secondary to me. What was primary was seeing a sport I love on, on a world stage, mm. seeing, I love seeing, you know, countries like Spain and these predominantly soccer countries, uh, not just participating, but really competing. I love it. And, and, that's what the, the World Cup is, and that's what the Olympics are about, is, is, is seeing sports, and, and it's about the sport, really, to me. And I, I, yeah, I, love, I love seeing that, so good stuff. Turn on the Alex section of the Volume 2 Sporting Woods. We've got a call in with... Uh, Friend of the show, Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith, that's right. He's how, gonna... how would he like to be billed? I mean... Oh, it's TS, Tom Smith, yeah. the man, concrete pumper. Man with a plan. That's it. He just, he just loves, his, he loves his contact. He is, his- he is quite knowledgeable about the uh, oh, contact man. sport. Loves it. He loves he loves the technical sides of, of contact sport and and um, combat sports especially. So we had a bit of a chat to him about the boxing. A, a couple of change of rules uh, coming into this Olympics. I think yeah, you haven't heard it yet, but I think this is going to be a nice contrast to uh, Philip Hunt's call because mm. uh, he was equally passionate, but his technical knowledge is not as uh, uh, robust. Oh, wow, you totally... Know. I was like, ah... Oh, hey, sports fans come in all shapes and sizes, bro. Some of them yeah. some of them dig it real deep. Some of them just on the surface. But, hey, we love sports, so that's what it's all about. Here's Tommy coming out here talking about boxing and the upcoming UFC card. Take it away. So we've got him on the line now. Uh, here we go. Hey, boy, how you going? Hello, Tom. How are you? Good, mate, good. We're, we're recording. Is the connection all good? Yeah, man, can you hear me nice? I can hear you. I can hear you. Excelente. Excelente. All right. I Did you see that shit with, what's his name? Our coach, rugby coach, and Steve Hansen. What's his name? Checker. Michael Checker and Steve Hansen. Then throw in chat. No. Is Hansen's the Kiwi guy, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the coach of the All Blacks. And apparently, um, apparently Checker went on the other night and said something about so they've got some selection issues or something in New Zealand. And Steve Hansen, when he arrived in Australia, was just like, Oh, yeah, Aussie coach giving the All Blacks coach some advice. I think maybe he should probably uh, keep to his own okay. team there. And, and then Checker's like, oh, yeah. I don't know why he's upset. I don't know why he's upset. Mate, I think it was um, last week at some stage I was reading an article where the um, Kiwis were going on about 
how they such depth they could have their fourth fifteen still place in the top ten well rankings. And to be honest with you, I I, I agree with that. So eh? do I, absolutely. Um, and 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 on that, I think yeah, Chekhov probably should sh- shut up because. <laughs> what have we got in our cabinet at the moment That's compared right. to them? That's right. And you can only really talk until you've 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 proven that you what you say is worth listening oh, to. Exactly. So, so exactly. yeah, I, it's I think like you, a fighter. You're only as good as your last fight, aren't you? you exactly. Can't go out talking. Yeah, yeah, it'd be real weird if you were talking shit right after you got knocked out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and you know, our media is bad enough. We don't need a confidence boost for our, or pat on the back for ourselves before we're going into a rugby championship. No, and we don't need to with, give the All Blacks any chance. extra motivation. Exactly. <laughs> we don't need to give them exactly. any extra motivation to kick our ass. And they, and they thrive on it. Yeah. They thrive on that stuff. I, I think, though, that's what Checker's trying to do because then when he came out in the um, well, after the, after Steve Henson told him to shut up and he was like, oh, what's going on? I think he then he said something along the lines of, oh, but that's New Zealand. They think we're... You know, they think they're just going to rock up and smash us. They think we're nothing, and they think so. I think he's using yeah. it to try and motivate um, his lads because he needs to do something. Yeah. Because on well, skill alone, we're so checker isn't your run. Yeah, checker isn't your standard coach. You're probably right. I'd, no, I'd say a, there's something more to it. He'd be trying to, make, you know, maybe fire he, in he the obviously belly. did get a response from the Kiwi coach staff. Yeah. So um, something's happened. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we're talking about Olympics. Have, I know you've been over in New Zealand skiing. Haven't got a chance to watch too much, but I know there's something yeah. interesting I saw that I, I've heard you talk about before. The um, the boxing. Did you see that they've uh, removed headgears for for this Olympics? And like, I Have thought, they really? Yeah, and it's made. I swear to God, it's made it so much better. It just appears as yeah. though I don't know if because I've been watching more combat sports or whatever that I'm just enjoying <laughs> it more. But I don't know, man. It's it. it Felt it feels like the the no headgears, every punch means more, you know. And it, yep, there's that. There's also the mobility of the fighter. I mean, like me and you played a very average grade of rugby, but we could tell the difference between wearing a headgear and not. And they're thin right. little headgears that yeah. we wear playing that footy. I mean, yeah. imagine a big padded one when you're trying to have a physical altercation with someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, and it's, it's but, but you're right. You're right. And it goes back to like what we were saying a while back about other combat sports with the UFC with their, even their, their gloves and rules and regulations that people are calling for change. And, and like you said, it, it's not so much getting people more injured or, or, or whatever, like we said, it's more so about respecting the punch, respecting the body. You can't just right. wear 10-ounce gloves and headgears and bash the shit out of each other. There needs to be some technique. And Well, that's but, it. Yeah, and then I to relate it back to cricket, to I, sort of, I sort of then bring it into cricket. People say, oh, well, you know, after the Phil Hughes incident, we've got to outlaw the bouncer. And it's like, well, dude, remember back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, these guys were playing on uncovered yeah. pitches without helmets. And that I, I yeah. think there was only one reported death in that whole era. So it's like, yeah. you know, you've got to think the more padding, it, 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 it actually sort of in a, in a weird way de-skills you a bit. And there's no, there's no doubt in yeah. my mind the players of these days in cricket play the short ball worse with worse technique than they did back in the day because – the stakes aren't quite as high, and I, th- I think that's what we're seeing with the boxing. And, yep, and you'll see a rugby player make a better tackle 100% of the time over an NFL player. Yeah, that's and right. And that's because they're covered in pads and they use they use uh, weight and force rather than yeah. technique. Yeah, and, and skill, ex- so. exactly, mm. dude, exactly. Uh, well, let's talk about something we're real keen for, something that's coming up this weekend, the UFC 202. We've got the rematch uh, of... Looking good. Rematch of Diaz versus McGregor. I know we've talked about this at yeah. length. I was thinking today, I mean, it, going into this one, Diaz is obviously the hot favourite to 
Which is weird because in the first one he was a rank underdog, but I think a lot of people yeah, have been educated. But it feels as though with this year and the, the trends of this year... Because I saw that, that McGregor edged ahead as a favourite in the betting odds. Really? The other day. And yeah. that that was pretty surprising. I, I don't know, it's... There's so much coming out of either camps, yeah. And and the UFC want to sort of portray that image, like they know they know that yeah. everyone likes Diaz as a bad boy now, yeah. So they're more than happy to play that game with him. But uh, something that I didn't realise was the co-main event, what is um, it? Glover Tissieria oh, versus yeah. Anthony Rumble Johnson. That's going to be ridiculous. Holy shit, that is going to be serious, isn't it? Yeah, I know. And it, because it's just there's only one way that fight's going to go. It's just going to be. It's going to be rock and sock and robots. What? Why is that? Yeah, someone's someone's got to win. Yeah, and uh, and, and they're both knockout artists. Yeah, just like <laughs> and you just, watch some of these highlights, Falcons. Tajera, Tajera, and Rumble Johnson have just got the heaviest hands in. But like, you could almost say make an argument that these two guys got the heaviest hands in the whole of the UFC, not just their division. I mean, yeah. they they hit. Tajera definitely has a, a, a bigger skill set. He's got that ground game. Yeah. But we've seen Johnson put people to sleep with a, you know, a jab. Like this is, yeah. it's going to be a pretty serious uh, light heavyweight matchup yeah. that I'm really looking forward to. But I think lately we've been sort of, well, the majority of people have been playing too much into the hype of the UFC, where where we we both know anyone can turn up and win or lose on the. Well, day, that's what so. I was. That's what I was getting at the start with all the hype behind Nate and the trends of this year. I'm almost thinking that Connor's a sure thing, you know, because everyone's going in like, oh yeah, Nate will mm. win this. And the way that yeah. these, the yeah. way that the UFC is this year, you can think, yeah, you can think one thing, and you can just almost be yeah. sure that the opposite's going to happen. That's is the beauty of the yeah. UFC. It's it's what makes it such You're so right. appealing. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I'm excited but, for I mean, it, man. I'm just happy no one's injured and everyone's coming into yeah, it on full it. training camps, allegedly. Yeah, well, that's it. It's going to be you interesting. Know, you, you get, with, with the roster the UFC has been throwing on for the last couple of years, especially in this McGregor era, if you want to call it that, where all these new fans have jumped on board. Yeah. I mean, they've increased their fight cards by like you know, 400%, man. There's going to be an increase in injuries and you're always yeah. going to get those newbies sitting there screaming, yeah. go, why is everyone injured all the time? And you go, yeah. well, because... Combat sport, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's good from the lounge room, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it, that's it. Oh man, yeah. Well, I'm excited. Thanks for talking to us, TS. We'll uh, we'll make sure to no catch worries, up man. with you soon. Tommy Smith, the man. Talk yeah. soon, brother. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. See you, big fella. Boys. Have a good one. You too, mate. Action-packed volume yeah. two of Sporting Woods. It's all it's bursting at the seams. It is, and we're halfway through Nothing the Olympics now. Do. But we're, to wrap it up, really. That's it. That's it. And, and talk all over each other. My bad. <laughs> I was going to give up. We're halfway through the Olympics, you know. Good luck to to everyone who's competing in the next week. Yeah, to everything that's left as yeah. well at the time of this recording. All the Aussies in the uh, in the track and field events. Good luck to you. And uh, thanks for sticking around, Woodies. We'll catch you next time on Volume 3. Yeah, the next one's going to be uh, after the Olympics is gone. Like, maybe a couple of Good weeks after. And a bit of a review. How will we look back on these Olympics? Exactly. What did it mean to the world and nice. to Sporting Woods? Oh, Sporting Woods. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. Yes. We're still here. <laughs> Are they still? Are they gone? Oh, thank God. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Now I can talk in my real voice. Words. <laughs> and then make like a... bye. <laughs>
Hello. <clears throat> I'm testing out the Skype what call are you for tomorrow. Me? I, I just told you. You talked all Did over it. Did you warn it. me at all? I was worried if I warned you, you would have said no. And I figured this way... <laughs> it's true. It's a, it's a miracle I picked up. Yeah. I should let you know as well, this is also being recorded. Because I'm testing out if we can record it. Oh, you've got to open with that. I, I know. I did it to Luke as well. He was like, wait a minute. Does that mean you're recording this? I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, I hope this makes it onto the podcast. It absolutely won't. 